Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 151 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the from me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher, Ben. Yeah, exactly. I, I eventually, I got that one yeah, right. It only took it only took three weeks. I think it was about three weeks. Three yeah, weeks. but it's, I got it. It's pretty moist out I'm, here. I'm a, I'm a slow. It actually is moist out here. I'm not sure why because it was dry as. I mean, my hands are dry as hell. It's and dewy. They've been dry. It is a little. It is dewy. It's dewy. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, like, there's no moisture at all. It hasn't rained in 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 weeks and weeks and weeks, and it doesn't look like there's any rain in the forecast in the foreseeable future. But for some reason, yeah, our papers are uh, they're they're. Uh, moist. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's taking on water. Yeah, there's Probably. a lot of water, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of water. That's a sinking ship. Yeah, it's time to get off Pittsburgh. the Titanic. It's time yeah. to get off into the lifeboats now. Ooh. Wow, what an ass beating that was. <laughs> that was I a- mean, uh, I chose Pittsburgh last week, and I think you did as well. Oh, I had to. And uh, see, that's what this is why I never choose the Eagles. Yeah, because of this, I'd be like, yeah, I expected it. And well, the Nobody Eagles still expected also lost. That. Forty-one to three, yeah, no. garbage. That was like touchdown. the worst loss for the Steelers in like in, thirty years. Yeah, it, it was been a long time since they got their asses beat like that. I think the worst loss to the Bengals in something like forty years. Yeah, and tonight's shot is in honor of that. <sighs> yeah, there won't be <laughs> any more spicy shots for me this season. Not as long as Cam Hayward, DJ yeah, I, Watt, and I, Joe Hayden are playing. I my goal is to give you uh, diabetes, Ben. Yeah, well, hopefully <laughs> this week we can get like some kind of a surprise victory. But Friday, yeah. how was your week this week? Uh, it was. It, I mean, I worked today. It was um, long. Man, today was long. I mean, I haven't worked in a. I haven't worked a Saturday in a long time, and today it felt like I worked three shifts today. I mean, I don't know why. It's not like it was. It was. It, it wasn't slow, but it wasn't busy. But you know, usually these days like sort of fly by, but today just dragged for some reason. So I'm a little tired. You know, getting on the podcast tonight, Ben. What about you? Yeah, actually, it was a. It actually, it wasn't that bad of a week. Although we did get some news at the end of the week that's going to make my life uh, more complicated and miserable than I would like for the next couple months. Uh, but that's the way it goes. Uh, yeah, it was actually it wasn't a bad you, you, week. You look like Troy Aikman tonight, Ben. Well, I mean, I mean, except got, without except for without the muscles and the chin line, well, and the red eyes, and the red yeah, eyes. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, you got your you got your glasses down at the tip of your nose. You got your headphones on. You got the thick. Uh, puffer jacket on you got the um the hoodie on under that it looks like you're sitting in the booth with what's his face joe buck right now with joe buck it yeah. looks like, I, I, like i should take a picture right now <laughs> and, send and post, it, it post it because <laughs> you kind of look like troy aikman right now it's cold i can see your breath one of the best play-by-play men in the business yeah well i mean actually troy aikman is one of the better uh cowboys Unlike Romo, uh, that does the play-by-play. Uh, well, play. I would rather actually, I'd rather listen to a Troy Aikman game than a than a Tony Romo. And it's funny, game. Troy Aikman has been around for a while. You, you mentioned this yeah, off yeah. the podcast. So like, like a dude, game from like 1997. And I know. He was doing, I was like, like, he's been doing well, it this long. Did he just play a game, finish, and like go into the booth? <laughs> he won three Super Bowls and went into the booth. Yeah, I guess so. Just man. like Jason Witten, only he <laughs> stuck with it. Yeah. Well, Jason Witten wasn't good <laughs> exactly, at it. Exactly. Exactly. There was Romo, but he still got paid a ton of money. Oh, uh, he's good. Romo's good. Corona, you know, do a game on Sunday. Take half the year off. It's not a bad gig if you can get it. Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I actually I am done with this bottle of Michter's Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon. That's a good one. Yeah, it, it is. It's actually, by itself, it's not that great. 
Actually, the rye. Oh, the that's, rye. Is the good. rye is that's good. Right, that's right. This one on its own, not that great. But when you mix it with a little bit of Coke, a little bit of club soda, it is good. I like what it. What about you, Ben? I am continuing to drink my second bottle, or actually my third overall bottle, of the Copper and King's Moons of Jupiter Are you gin. trying to tell me something? Uh, what's that? Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> no, my no, third no. bottle of this no, I love, gin. No, Again, I, I love, on the table. I love this gin. Uh-huh. I love this gin. Uh, it's, yeah, from yeah. A, it's from a bourbon distillery down in Kentucky. A very interesting gin. Uh, a rare... Uh, gin made by a, my a bourbon distill. I love this gin. Uh-huh. I do want to try the other two that they have, the other varieties uh-huh. that they have. Although yeah. it probably won't hint. compare to this hint, one. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> uh, but this is a really good, really good gin. Mixing it with a little bit of lime, a little bit of tonic, no rosemary tonight. Uh, although hopefully next week a little bit of rosemary. Friday had to work. He didn't wasn't able to make the pit stop to get uh, the rosemary. Then again, I have a yard, so I could always. Plant well, I was, I was, some rosemary. I was in a rush. I was in a rush. I got off around five fifteen today, and I actually got. I actually made some good time. I, I actually, made, you did. Yeah, it's my usual time that I yeah. show. I probably had enough time to grab some rosemary, but <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I actually there was one at the store today when I went grocery shopping, but it was thirteen ninety nine for this for tiny, rosemary for this tiny little potted rosemary, and I was like, that might be too much. Damn. Uh, so I'm, I'll just go over to your uh, to your folks' place, and I'll just yeah. dig out like one sprig at the bottom. Probably could and throw it in a pot. Yeah, I mean that stuff grows like. Weed. Like weeds. And then yeah, I'll have we, your mother like, come over like weed, and take care weeds. of it. Exactly. <laughs> it grows better than weed. Yeah. Uh, but Friday, you what are smoke we, it. You can smoke it. What are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL week 12. Is, that, is this correct? Week 12. I think so. Recap. I think so. We See, also, the 17-week season has got us all it's, screwed it's up. Discombobulated. Yeah. And we also have a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our NFL week 13 picks and Ben's. Betting line. I like that. I like that we're doing that together. together. Now. Yeah, I think that's, of, that was a good double idea. Double duty. See, this is why you're the boss of this. <laughs> no, I of this not. podcast. You did are you, the boss of all the of the drinks. Did you send the pictures? <laughs> well, uh, I need the pictures. I need to post the pictures. Actually, you post them. I, I'm the one who's late on posting them. I take them, but I don't post them as quickly that's as true. you do. You'll get and, the beers from June pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, eventually. And we also have <laughs> hint hint. Franny's <laughs> flame and Ben's bust of the week. We also have our shot of the week, Ben. Like you said, we're not. Not getting any uh, spicy ones in the near future the way the Steelers are playing no, right now every time no. the Steelers win we get a spicy shot yeah and it's not it's gonna be a long time every time they lose we get a sweet shot yeah it's a punishment for you Ben <laughs> yeah exactly and we also have our beverage of the week from Taconic 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 Distillery it is their double barrel maple bourbon and uh, I, I've seen I've seen uh, a lot of this bourbon on Instagram. A lot of people post different varieties from this particular distillery. So I can't wait to try that. It's our first one from this distillery, and, and it's uh, from twenty miles uh, from I, where I, I grew up. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I had no idea until I read the bottle. I'm like, Ben, this is like pretty close too. Once it said Hudson River Valley, I'm like, dude, this is like. Pff- Pretty yeah, close. I saw Taconic. I thought, like, what if that's Taconic State Parkway? And I'm like, I, I never gave it another thought. And yeah. it, in fact, is near yeah. the Taconic State Parkway in beautiful upstate New York. Who knew? On the other side of the river, as those of us grew up on the yeah. on the shady side yeah. of the Hudson River. And is there a railroad? Uh, is, there's is, a railroad that uh, runs okay. right along the river. Well, there you go. You're on the other side of the river, yeah. Ben. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the tracks and the yeah. river. Eight mile. Yeah. It was a brilliant idea. Put the tracks right next to the river so that anyone that wants to go to the river and actually look at it has to jump over railroad tracks yeah, to get not there. The, not the best planning. Yeah, there. not the best but, planning. Uh, well, can't remove it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we can. Just, just put could. it under the ground <laughs> like they do in Europe, under the ground. A lot of them are above ground. And we also have our beer of the week, Ben. Uh, it is Lager of the Lakes from Bell's. 
uh, brewing uh, company. And I think we've had another Bell's. I can't remember exactly which variety it was. Um, but last week we had that delicious cucumber sour. Oh, that was a really good that one. That was actually much better than I expected. Uh, and this is, it's it's uh, supposed to sort of uh, be reminiscent of, um, you know, Czech Pilsners and, you know, you know how we like our Pilsners, Ben, the crisp, refreshing taste of a Pilsner. So we'll see how this tastes because we've tried other ones that have tried to copy that same sort of flavor and they failed to do so. I don't know how, I don't know why it's so difficult. The Czechs do it very easily. Yeah, But, exactly. uh, you know, here in America, for some reason, putting a Pilsner together, that's Bohemian style, doesn't work that easily. Exactly. I and I know that I am going to like it. I hope because so. Because it's I from Kalamazoo, Michigan, the hometown of one Derek Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and and everybody out there, um, Ben's uh, bromance is with, Derek is, is with Derek Jeter, yeah. And we also have a housekeeper to finish up the show. All right, Freddie, what's first up on the big board? First up, Ben, NFL Week 12. Can Recap. you believe that I we cannot. are going into the tail end of the season? I keep looking at the Steelers record and the Eagles record and the Seahawks, well, and the Seahawks record thinking there's plenty of time left for us to get back in the playoff hunt, for the Steelers to get back in there, for the Eagles, or actually in there, to make a they run. could have towards the playoffs and the Seahawks hopes may have faded into the wilderness completely. Uh, but it's, it's hard to believe that we don't have that many games left in the season. Uh, but first up Franny, your Las Vegas Raiders against the Cowboys, the Raiders 36 Cowboys 33. I think we actually talked about this. Did we talk about this last week? Wait, was this? Yeah, I think that's oh, the, that was yeah. the, that was the Thanksgiving. Game. That's the Thanksgiving game. That was a good game. Oh, because right. the Cowboys lost. That's a good game. Why? Okay, they were all the Thursday games. All right. Oh God, do we have to talk about this one? Yeah, first? let's start. Let's start off with this game, Ben. Oh, this sorry, we were going to run down the Thanksgiving games again. Was a thrashing. Ah, uh, but so first up is the my Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals forty-one, Steelers ten. Bengals go to seven and four. Steelers drop to five, five and one. A literal five hundred record. I don't know what to say about this. Ben Roethlisberger with two interceptions, some fumbles in the game. The Steelers were never really in this game at any point. Uh, the defense. No, they got, were up three nothing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the defense got completely shredded. 165 yards for Joe Mixon and two touchdowns. Chris Evans with 23 yards. Joe Burrow 20 of 24 for 190 yards, a TD and one pick. But Ben Roethlisberger on the other side of the football, 24 of 41 for 263, one touchdown at the in garbage time at the end of the game, and two picks. Najee Harris, only eight carries for 23 yards. They bottled up the running game from the get-go in this game. Kalen Balage, three carries for 21 yards. Uh, receivers dropped the ball all over the place. Chase Claypool with drops in the game. Deontay Johnson with a drop in the game. A lot of Ragors out there. Yeah, a lot of Ragors out there. Uh, Pratt Fire, Pat Fryermuth uh, had a, also had a drop in the game, but the lone touchdown, four receptions, 40 yards. Claypool, 82 yards. Deontay Johnson, 95 yards. Uh, but they shredded us from beginning to end. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick was back in this game. Cam Hayward played in this game. Uh, they were without T.J. Watt. They were without Joe Hayden this week. Next week, they're going to be without Joe Hayden, T.J. Watt, and likely uh, Cam Hayward as well. But the Steelers were never in this game. This was an old-fashioned ass-whooping. They kept Roethlisberger in the game right until the end because that's the Steeler way, as he <laughs> said. Uh, or it's just his way of yeah. making another $22-24 million. Dollars. Let's get this guy injured because uh, we have a backup I don't in the what, wings. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, it, it, I mean Bengals fans – you know, they're they're doing their thing, you know, bragging, holding their head up high, peacocking and all that shit. Uh, they've never won a 
Super Bowl. They've never won anything to speak of. Uh, but to them, this is probably a big deal, mm-hmm. uh, sweeping the Steelers and beating up on the Steelers, you know, in a way that they haven't done probably for 40 years, Franny would say. I mean, it was a shocking result. I mean, yeah, I, I, I knew it was be a tough game. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was ugly. Tough. But, uh, I mean, you know, Joe Mixon had himself a game. I mean, 165 yards on the ground. The, the Steelers could not stop him. And I, I know there's injuries on the defense, but still there's enough talent on the defense to— They were just disorganized. Yeah, I mean, to not allow that many yards. I and mean, that's on Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. yards. Mike Tomlin is involved in the defense, which is yeah. another reason why I don't advocate for head coaches yeah. to be coordinators. It was, it was a difficult game to watch. That's why I didn't watch a lot of it. And that's why— I watched all of it. There wasn't a lot of text messages going back and forth because it was just a complete yeah. ass-whooping. There wasn't like, oh, this guy dropped the ball. This guy made a mistake. This, I mean, like, why go for this play? At this? I mean, it was—you it was, know, we usually talk about an, a game through the entirety of the game. Yeah, but this, this one. Was, this I turned one it is, off. It just got away. I Actually, mean, this one just got away. I think I and, did turn it off. I, you know, the, the Steelers just, they were hapless in this one. I mean, they just couldn't do anything. And, I mean, Joe Burrow didn't even have to do much. No. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was it, I, I can't I explain say. it. I mean, it, I mean, it, you know, what's going on with the Steelers on offense is, is as big a concern as what was happening on defense. And this, you know, we just don't have a veteran presence with Juju being, you know, out for the year. You know, with Claypool, second-year player, Deontay Johnson, first-year player, Pat Firemouth, first-year player. Uh, you know, we've got James Washington who hasn't been able to pick up the slack for for Juju being out of the game or out of the, out for the season. And, you know, there just isn't a lot of veteran pre- presence there. Najee Harris, obviously a rookie, plays like he's not a rookie, but he is a rookie. The You know, half the offensive line are first-year players. It's it's I think we may lack a little bit uh, of discipline and a little bit of experience, at least on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Chargers went on to get whooped this week makes the Steelers come back against the Chargers look even that less impressive than getting beat up by Denver this week. Yeah. So maybe that was an anomaly. You know, they were playing against a pretty bad defense. You know, I don't know what to say. I mean, if they can right the ship this week, if they can somehow get a win over Baltimore, you know, the season won't be lost completely. But, you know, with, with Hayward out, with Watt out, with Hayden out, it's going to be a tough sell with Tyson mm-hmm. Aloualo still out and Stefan Tua is still out. It's going to be a tough road to hold this week, but if they could somehow right the ship against a, a somewhat beat up Baltimore team, uh, but I, I just I just see Lamar Jackson and the, uh, you know that running game just just gashing I mean, the Steelers. I mean, just Lamar Jackson alone. I just see I mean, him, I mean, they couldn't tackle if, any. I mean, if Kevin, no Devin Bush couldn't tackle me sitting in his chair right now. Yeah, the he tackling would somehow been, end up behind me. I mean, the tackling has been terrible. I mean, for the Steelers, I mean, the last few games just watching the Steelers play, it's like they just can't bring anybody down. You know, I mean, those are just the fundamentals of football. Just, just tackling. Just bring the guy down. Don't, don't go after the football. Don't try to go for a you know, force a fumble or anything like that. Just bring the guy down. Yeah. You know, that's why Joe Mixon had 165 yards in this game. It they couldn't pathetic. bring him down. I think it's pretty clear Devin White's fifth year option is not going to get picked up. Next up, Friday, Panthers at the Dolphins. Cam's homecoming spoiled again. Uh, Cam, the Panthers 10, Miami Dolphins 33. Dolphins go to 5-7, and seven, trying to make a respectable know, season actually, there. Actually, Panthers fall to 5-7. and seven. The Dolphins are up and coming. Cam Newton benched, yeah, benched well, in this game. When you go 5 for five 21. 5 for 21, 92 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. What say you, first take, about how egregious and abhorrent it is that Cam Newton can't find himself a job? How does? How dare you, 31 NFL teams not sign him? How dare you? Well, this is the reason yeah, right here. Is, I mean, yeah. this is exactly the reason why. And and we 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 commented on it last week. Why not start PJ Walker? I mean, the guy has been playing decent enough to keep the starting job. Cam Newton just coming back from 
well, not playing for a long period of time, and then they just throw him into action, to game action. They expect him to be the Cam Newton of 2015. It doesn't work that way. I mean, the guy is never going to be that same Cam Newton. I mean, you know, obviously he's still strong. He's still physical. He can still run the ball, but he still can't throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that hasn't changed. Exactly, I mean, the, and McCaffrey got hurt in this game. Yeah, McCaffrey's gone for the season. McCaffrey's done for the season. Um, so I mean, Again. yeah, I'm not, I don't expect. All right, I don't expect much from the Panthers from here on out. I mean, they, I mean, the QB situation they completely fucked it up. Um, and it's okay to be done. It's okay for your career to yeah. to end. I mean, yeah. he's 33, 34 years old. If he's it's, a backup, it's okay. if he's a backup, that's fine. But I mean, right now, just don't the, pretend that you're like. You know, going and doing YouTube videos yeah. and, and private interviews that you then broadcast as if they're actual interviews, you know, demanding that the, the world respect your talent when yeah. you don't have much talent left. Yeah. I mean, I'll just roll with PJ Walker and, and see where things go from here on out. I mean, I wouldn't even, I mean, I would throw in Cam Newton for a trick play every now and then, but, you know, I, I would roll with PJ Walker. I think he was doing, you know, a decent enough job to keep the role as a starter. Yeah. I mean, Cam Newton is evidence that the celebrity culture has found its way into the NFL. Uh, Tua, 27 to 31, not a bad game. No, oh, yeah. 230 yards, played well. one touchdown in this game. He actually getting benched, coming back in. Yeah. When, that one game when, when uh, Brissett got hurt. Yep. And he, he actually had a good performance then. And ever since then, he's, he's been playing pretty well. Yeah. No, especially in this one. I mean, 27 31, very efficient, 230 yards, one touchdown. Uh, you know, I, I, I mentioned weeks ago that I didn't think he was a viable starter for this team. But the last few games, he's kind of showed that he, he, he's... he's uh, And they're gritty efforts. I mean, he's getting knocked around pretty good. Pretty and he's, decent. Yeah. Pretty decent. We'll and see. I mean, I'll roll with him and see how things go. But that's hyper-efficient, 27-31. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Gaskin, 49 yards and two. Count them. Two touchdowns in the game. But it looks Jalen like, Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Nine receptions for 137 and one touchdown in the game. That's a connection that I think we might want to watch for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. The AFC... Thanks to the NFL Players Association, the NFC as well, a lot of sloppy football out there, a lot of mediocre records out there, no practices being permitted, of course, so guys can't get better midseason. And, you know, I think we're seeing, you know, a pretty wide open field, especially in the, in actually in both leagues, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the Eagles are five and seven, seven mm-hmm. and they're still in a hunt. Steelers are five and five in the hunt. Actually, I wouldn't say that the Dolphins are out of it at five and seven. They could potentially finish nine and seven. They could. And I hope I mean, they could find themselves in uh, in a wild card spot. Just like last year. They had a better record last year, but they could end up in the wild card spot. Uh next up, Frane, the Eagles at the G Man. Uh, the Giants 13, the Eagles 7. Oh my goodness. The Giants 13, Eagles 7. Giants go to four and seven. Eagles go to five and seven. Jalen Hurts. 14 to 31 for 129 and no touchdowns. Three. Three interceptions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the game. Jalen Ragor with many big drops in this game. Daniel Jones, hyper inefficient, 19 of 30 for 202 and one touchdown, but he didn't hurt him. Saquon Barkley does not look like the Saquon Barkley of old. 13 carries for 40 yards and no touchdowns in the game. Just Chris Myanick, Myrick uh, with two receptions for 11 yards and a touchdown. Pretty sloppy game. Jalen Hurts with the you know, with the pick down there at the end zone, two other picks in the game. Uh, they had a chance at the end of the game on two huge, beautiful passes to Jalen Ragor, one in the end zone, one deep down the field. Uh, the Steelers or the the Eagles had an opportunity to get back in this game and potentially win this game, fourteen to thirteen, but they were not able to do so. Franny would say, "Yeah, I mean, this was uh, this was a very sloppy game on." on it both was teams. one of the more boring games yeah, to watch it, of the week. It actually until the end. 
until the end. Till all the drop where, passes? Yeah. In un- the bread basket? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jalen Jalen Hurts, uh, he didn't have himself a good game. He do he did throw those three interceptions. I mean, he threw two in the red zone. Um, you know, it, it would have been nice to get those points on the board, um, you know, whether a touchdown or just, you know, field goals right there at the end, at the end of the half and earlier uh, in the first, I think it was the first quarter. But nice, um, nicely thrown balls. Not the interceptions, were, were, but late in the game when it mattered, when you were trying, when he was trying to win the game. Yeah. He actually stepped up in the pocket and made some nice throws down the field. Uh, Jalen Ragor had two balls in his hands. You know, one would have been a touchdown. The other one, at least on the one-yard line, there was enough time for the team to run up, you know, just, uh, you know, run it or, or I mean, they, were, they, had, well, they had plenty of time. They had plenty to do whatever they fucking yeah, wanted to do. Absolutely. You know? So, I mean, you know, it was, it was a very disappointing effort uh, all around because this was a, you know, it was a must-win game for the Eagles. I mean, this would have pretty much, you know, put them in – uh, to the playoffs, or at least you know, at, well, pretty close to a wild card spot. I mean, they'd be a front of the front runners to get that wild card spot. There's not that many more games left in the season. I mean, they still have a chance, but I mean, this game against the division opponent, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of puts them behind the eight ball behind Washington. Yeah, you know, and, the, and the Giants' defense played well. I mean, they yeah, played. They I mean, they, they bottled did. up the running game, and of course, Nick Sirianni gave up on the running game as soon as he realized the running game was going to get bottled up. Uh, but you guys really didn't have the ball a ton in this game. <sighs> I mean, three interceptions, not ideal, uh, but the but the Giants' defense is underrated, I would say. Uh, next up, Titans at Patriots. Patriots 36, the new sheriff in the AFC. Uh, Titans 13. Patriots go to 8-4 and four in first place in the AFC East where they belong. The Tennessee Titans 8-4. and four. They fall to 8-4. and four. Uh, back in the wild card spot, well, I don't. Know. They might still be in a division lead, uh, but Ryan Tannehill, eleven of twenty-one for ninety-three and one touchdown, one pick. Uh, Dontrell Hillard, twelve carries for one hundred thirty-one yards and one touchdown. Who needs Derrick Henry? But Mac Jones continues to impress. Man, twenty-three and thirty-two for three ten and two. Count them. Two touchdowns in the game. Ramondre Stevenson, nine carries for forty-six yards. Can't believe I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> Damian Harris, 11, 11. I need applause for that one. I'm pretty bad. Uh, 11 catches for, or 11 carries for 40 yards. But look at Kendrick Bourne, resurgent, alive. Five catches for 61 yards and two touchdowns. Franny, what say you about the Patriots being the sheriff in the AFC uh, East I know, again? They're, they're back. They're back. And they get their back. <laughs> exactly. You got rid of Cam Newton and they're yeah, back. Yeah, I know. They're back now. And Mac Jones. I mean, this guy will definitely win, you know, rookie of the year. I think so. Like you said, even if you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, MVP. I mean, you know, why not? Who yeah, else I, in the I, AFC is going to be the MVP? It's not uh, going to be Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's not, not Mahomes. Gonna, it's not going to be Mahomes. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, not Derek Carr. It's not going to be Justin Herbert. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, he's playing lights out right now. I mean, he's. He, I mean, he's not looking like a rookie out there. Derek Henry's out. He's, he's looking like a uh, a young, a, a grizzled veteran. Yeah, <laughs> he's looking like <laughs> who a can't young, grow a beard. Like a young Brady. Yeah, he can, probably also can't grow a beard. Yeah, probably still, yeah. <laughs> Even right. at 44, I don't think he can grow a beard. No, but I mean, the the Patriots, I mean, what is this, a six-game winning streak or five or six-game winning streak yeah. right now that they're on? And they look really good. I mean, their defense is playing very well. I can't believe I'm rooting for them, but yeah, it's well, like, I mean, you know, like everybody said it was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady. Yeah. It wasn't Bill. Hey, it seemed like it was. It seemed like it was for a while. I mean, Tom Brady did just win a Super Bowl. Don't make me know, root for Bill Belichick, ESPN. <laughs> don't do this to me. No, but they they've been playing uh, lights out, and uh, you know they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a force to reckon with once the playoffs start. You got Bill Belichick, you got you know young Mac Jones playing like a veteran. Ben. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm actually pretty impressed. I mean, Jacoby Myers is playing really well. Kendrick Bourne is playing pretty well. You know, they, he got some. You know, I'd like to see him. You know, get Hunter Henry and Janu Smith involved a little bit more. He was getting Henry involved, but Janu Smith is there as well. 
But I'm telling you, I don't think the Bills are going to be able to recapture the lead in this division. I think that is pretty much the end of the division for the year. I think I think that the Patriots are going to finish in first place, beating up on a big, well-coached, really good defense in Tennessee, and they beat up on them really good. Uh, next up, front of your Atlanta Falcons against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Falcons 21, Jags 14. Jags go to 2-9. and nine. Falcons go to 5-6 and six in the hunt. In the they, hunt. They are. I mean, the Falcons, they, everyone's in the hunt. Everybody, when there's no practice and there's no team yeah. meetings and all you have to do is play on Sunday and have 11 practices during the year, it's like having – like NFL players literally work like 35 days a year now, like 35 full eight-hour days in an entire year now. Thanks to the NFL Players Association, mm-hmm. this is the result of the last Players Association contract. You got 49% of the money, and you're doing 25% of the work. Sorry. Go ahead, Friday. No, I, that's fine. No, anything no, to say about I hate. You I, don't really grind my gears. Well, I mean, <laughs> I just, I read the, I read the, I was like, why is this so sloppy? And it's like, well, you got three hours of practice here. You got like four padded practices in the, in the, in, in, in camp. You got another three before, you know, before the season starts. You got only 11 padded practices during the entire season. They're not practicing. They're sitting in meeting rooms. They're not getting better. Yeah. And I mean, you know, with the Falcons, I mean, they're, they're, beating teams that they need to beat and if they beat the teams that they need to be from you know from here on out they Wait, can, if you they beat make, the teams you need to beat you're gonna no, I mean, get look, I mean, they, they, I'm, I'm saying like if they, you win the games you have to win no no I'm you saying, will get to the playoffs. like the, the more difficult teams they haven't beat I mean well they lost the Eagles pretty badly I mean it looks like I mean they have a better record right now than the Eagles but I mean you know they don't their their schedule is not the most difficult I mean you know they, I mean the Saints no. are not the Saints of old obviously no, I mean Taysom Hill gave it a good old college try with, you know, the, with a broken the finger, Panthers, or a deal, dislocated finger. The Panthers also not that great, so that's four games right there that they could win. Uh, I, I don't know what the record is right now against their division opponents. You know, the, the only tough opponent that they have in their own division is basically Tampa Bay, and uh, you know they beat up. I mean, they didn't beat up on the Jags. This was actually a closer game than I thought it would be. It was. It seemed like the Falcons were going to run away with this one, uh, the but Falcons the Jags don't run away with anything. The Jags kept it kind of. Yeah, it's true. It's Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, even if they, if they run away with it, they still they tend to lose it at <laughs> exactly. the end. So it's probably better not to run away with it. Um, but, uh, no, I mean the Falcons, they are in the hunt. I mean, they're, you know, as long as you're close to 500 in the NFC, you're in the hunt. Yeah. The Falcons might just start punting on third down yeah. just to keep the game close. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The, let's so not, the, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, guys. That's not, just keep it a one score game. Yeah. And that's how you win as a Falcon. <laughs> if they get a, if they get up three scores they're they're bound to blow it in the fourth quarter. Uh, next up, actually an interesting this game. This was a fun game. It was a fun game to watch. Yeah. Bucks 38, Colts 31. Buccaneers go to eight and three. Colts go to six and six. Interesting game. Brady with another pick in this game. Twenty five of thirty four for two twenty six and count it one touchdown. Leonard Fournette with three player of the week. Three touchdowns. Seventeen carries for one hundred yards and three touchdowns. Ronald Jones with a touchdown on thirty seven carries. But Carson Wentz reverting to the Carson Wentz that we all know and love. Frank Reich thought he could turn that seventy four Nova into a two thousand and nineteen or two thousand and twenty one Dodge Hellcat. <laughs> And he did not accomplish that goal. Yeah, no. 27 of 44 for 306 yards and three. Count them. Three touchdowns, but two costly interceptions in this game. Jonathan Taylor with a touchdown. Jack Doyle with a touchdown. Ashton Dolan with a touchdown. And T.Y. Hilton, who's been off the radar this season with a touchdown. But Frane, what say you about the Bucks beating up? On the Colts, and the Colts still making mistakes. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're making mistakes, but they're actually, you know, in the AFC, they still have a chance to obviously make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I think they'd be a, a, a difficult opponent for anybody in the playoffs well, they, right now. Yeah, I think with so. With Carson I mean, Wentz, you think they'd be a difficult opponent? Hey, why not? I mean, if the team has a viable secondary, there's at least yeah. two interceptions there. <laughs> hey. <they're, laughs> 
Just get the ball into his left hand. He'll toss it up there. You don't, you don't there. have to have a viable He'll, secondary either. I mean, it's, it, a guy will do something stupid. He just, there's like one stupid play. I'm getting ready for him to just start kicking game. the ball from, from back there. Like, yeah. just trying to kick the ball down the field. He might. I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> Throwing by it with it. his left hand, just kicking it down. That's, to see. that's probably happened. I, I, he's probably throwing it with his left hand, just throwing it out there, just to get just so it's not in his hands. Even he did. It was a pick six yeah. two games ago. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, the Colts, um, you know, I, I – I, they're they're good enough to win a playoff game. You got game. some love for Carson. No, Wentz. I'm saying no, but the you Colts do, I can themselves, see in your eyes right now. The Colts I can have, see the love in your eyes. I don't Carson hate Wentz. Carson Wentz. I don't. You hate have Carson you have Wentz. literal a little bit of a sweet spot for I, you. Just I, admit I do. it. I do. I do. I do. You know, he, I mean, he was he was with the Eagles for uh, for you know what five years there, and you know he made a couple of nice runs. He was injured often, but um, you know, in, in this one, the Colts gave Tom Brady too much time, and a lot of teams make that mistake. So, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, well, they have like two and a half minutes at the end of that game. Yeah. They were able to just, you know, drag move the ball, yeah. move the ball down the field, and then Fournette with that beautiful run. Mat- mat- matriculate? Mat- mat- but yeah, matriculated matriculate. the ball down the field, just, yeah. just gave, you know, the Colts were able to come back and tie it up, and the Buccaneers just ran down the field mm-hmm. on them, or moved the ball down the field, and Fournette just broke a couple tackles and ran in for that beautiful touchdown. Uh, next up, the game of the week, the one that everyone is talking about. The New York Jets set a new season franchise record with three wins, huh. twenty-one to fourteen. Jets go to three and eight. Texans fall to two and nine. But Zach Wilson gets the win on fourteen to twenty-four for one hundred forty-five yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. Austin Walter with a touchdown on the ground, and Zach Wilson a three-yard scamper or a two-yard scamper for a touchdown. Uh, but on the other side, Tyrod Taylor seventeen to twenty-six for one fifty-eight. Two touchdowns and one pick. But what say you about the Jets getting the three wins? Yeah, well, let's hope, that, that's let's, impressive. Let's, for them. let's hope they don't get one tomorrow yes. against the Eagles. <laughs> against the Eagles, you know, I, your, I, I do not want to see that. Who's your backup? Uh, Minchu. Oh, Gardner. Well, yeah, you, oh yeah, you guys got it. You got Minchu. I wouldn't be worried about Minchu the game. Mania two point Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about the game. Um, if Howie Roseman gets his way, Minshew will start the rest of the way. That's true, too. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> is he the guy I picked? I don't want him. <laughs> that, that guy I wanted to have? I don't want that guy. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> I don't, I don't old, like him. He's getting old. I heard Jeffrey Lurie likes him, so I don't like him now. <laughs> I want to own this team without owning the team. That's my plan. I am Howie Roseman. Uh, next up, another surprise outcome. Denver Broncos 28, Chargers 13. Broncos go to 6-5. and five. Chargers at six and five, but Justin Herbert with another pedestrian day, twenty-eight of forty-four for three oh three and two count them. Two touchdowns, two picks in the game. Uh 36 yards on the ground. Austin Eckler couldn't get anything going. 12 carries for 31 yards, but Eckler with a touchdown through the air. Jared Cook with a touchdown through the air. But on the other side of the ball, Teddy B, 11 of 18 for 129, one touchdown, gets injured. Drew Locke comes in the game four of seven. For 26 yards and an interception in the game. Actually, I don't know if it was an injury or if they just had too big of a lead. I didn't watch the tail end of this game. Yeah, I didn't watch most of this game. Javante Williams with a touchdown on the ground. Teddy Bridgewater with a touchdown on the ground. But what say you about the Broncos sitting at six and five? I don't know. What the hell's going on here? I mean, I mean, we're talking Russell Wilson is looking at him. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers this is, is looking why. at him. This is exactly why. This is why it's six and five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Vic Fangio's a good. I mean, certainly. Very competent head coach. The defense is still playing really well. Uh, but do you think that the Denver Broncos or the Chargers, if you had to you know, flip a coin in your head, which one of these teams is going to be in the playoff hunt at the end? 
Yeah, I mean, I I, I didn't think, early on in the season, I, th- I did not think that the Broncos had a chance at all. I mean, they were sitting at the bottom of the division. Now they're, what, in third, second or third place? I mean, it's the Raiders have a similar record yeah. to all but three of these teams. But the Raiders are kind of... Yeah, they're kind of hot, hot and, cold. and cold. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what to expect from a week out, uh, week in, week out. But I mean, same thing with the Chargers. He's just he'll pray on I mean, it. The Chargers like, you know. started really well. I mean, they were what, four and one. Yep. Yeah, it starts season. Um, I mean, they got a couple of easy wins over the Eagles and the Steelers. Ben, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's true. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened in this game. I, I completely expect the Broncos to win. Uh, the the Chargers to win this game. The Eagles beat the Broncos. Yep. handily. And you know, any team that the Eagles beat. I'm not very sure of that team. And uh, the Broncos, they just keep on chugging along. I mean, their defense is playing well. Um, you know, they 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 lost, uh, what's his face, to the to the Rams? Uh, Von Miller. Hey, Von Miller. And, I mean, their defense is playing better now without Von Miller. Yeah. I seems. mean, I feel like, I feel like the Chargers, are, I mean, are the, are the football clippers. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I well, think they're, they're... They literally are. I mean, they share the same city with the team... That everybody loves and everybody hates. Not everybody hates the Chargers. They just don't have any fans. It's like you know, yeah. Nobody, hates, nobody fans, hates the Clippers. They a lot just, of Rams no one fans. Just, no one there's cares. More Raiders fans. There's more, actually there's more fans of any other team in the NFL than there are Chargers fans in LA, even though they're here in LA. And it's like they they, they take a back seat to everything else, just like the Clippers. And you know, the Clippers they've had a little bit more success recently, but the Chargers they started the season well. Even then. They couldn't fill that stadium with Chargers fans. Yeah, I almost feel like they and should. And now they're definitely not. Yeah, I almost feel like they should change the name and move to a city that will love them. Mm-hmm. You know, like a city that really will appreciate them, like a Northeast Rust Belt type of city where it'll be Chargers Sunday every Sunday. I think that's the, t- the kind of vibe that this team needs to be successful. But Franny, the surging 49ers, 34 over the Vikings, 26. The Niners go to 6-5, and five and they are surging. The Vikings go to 5-6, and six and they are hot and cold. But Kirk Cousins with a very Kirk Cousins-like day. 20 of 32 for 238, two touchdowns, and one terrible interception at the end of this game. Alexander yep. Madison, seven reception, or seven carries for 21 yards. Dalvin Cook got injured in this game. Ten carries for 39 yards. Two touchdowns for Adam Thielen as usual. But Jimmy G, 17 to 26 for 230. One count it. One touchdown, one interception. But they got it done on the ground again in San Francisco. Eli Mitchell, 27 carries for 133 and a touchdown. Debo Samuel, 6 carries for 66 and and 2 touchdowns. And through the air, a lone touchdown to Juwan Jennings. But Franny, what say you about the Niners riding the ship at the right time? Yeah. No, they're playing really well right now. Their defense is playing well. I mean, not so much in this game, but I mean, you know, they're running the ball very well. Who can play well? You know, Jimmy G. What defense can hold Kirk Cousins Jimmy G. Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy G doing what he needs to do out there. Um, I mean, you know, they don't have a ton of talent on offense. I mean, Debo Samuel, I mean, yeah. he doesn't get enough respect, but everybody else around him, you know, not they're not household names. Um, but they're just, they're chugging along. I mean, they have they're they're there. I mean, they're in the the wild card, almost the wild card spot. And uh, if they continue to play this way, they can find themselves in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if they continue to play this way, they they can they they might find themselves ahead of the Rams at the end of the year, the way That's the Rams true. are playing. Uh, speaking of the Rams, going up against your sweetheart. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay 36, Rams 28. Packers go to 9 and 3 for the best record in the AF or in the NFC. The Rams, I think actually best record in football behind Arizona, I think. Uh Los Angeles Rams 7 and 4. Matthew Stafford, you can take the quarterback out of Detroit, but you can't take Detroit out of the quarterback. 21 of 38 for 302, three touchdowns and one pick in the game. Ah, but look at Aaron Rodgers. 28 of 45 for 307. Pedestrian effort for him. Two, count up, two touchdowns, 
with a touchdown through the air. And on the ground. And on the ground. Uh, A.J. Dillon with 69 yards. And Aaron Randall Jones. Randall Cobb, looking like young Randall Cobb. Yeah, he got banged up in this game. Uh, but he was playing really well. Got a touchdown. Uh, actually, I think it was a short touchdown. A.J. Dillon with a touchdown through the air. And Devontae Adams, who for some reason no team in the NFL could find any way to cover this guy. He had one beautiful pass into triple coverage and still somehow came down with the ball. Uh, this might be the most difficult receiver in the league to cover for some strange reason, no matter when you know the ball is going to him, somehow he, he manages to, to bring it down. But, Ronnie, what say you about the Packers just rolling? Do you think they're the best team in the NFL right now? <sighs> because of the experience, yes. I yeah. mean, I would say Bucks, but even their or, defense, Bucks or Arizona, I would say. But this say. defense also is playing real well. Yeah, the defense has really stepped it up. Uh, just because of the experience level uh, of Rodgers, some of those guys on that defense, Devontae Adams on offense, I would say with the experience, yes. Otherwise, I would say... I'd be more inclined to say Arizona, New England, or potentially Tampa Bay. But I think Bump- Kansas City's coming come too. Yeah. I mean, their defense has eh. also really stepped up. But can they hold? Because can Spagnuolo keep that going? I don't know. But they, I mean, they I, have I'm not really, a neighbor with last, Patrick Mahomes' play this year. These, I know. But, I mean, if, if their defense continues to play the, the, the way they have these last few weeks, mm, they're a pretty scary team. I don't know if they can. I would still put Green Bay, Tampa, and Arizona ahead of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they're all in the NFC. I would actually I'd put New England ahead of them. Yeah, the way they're playing. I mean, their defense is also... Who would you say is the best team in the league right now? I mean, Green Bay. I mean, like you said, just experience having Aaron Rodgers. Oh, good <laughs> What? Just, I, I don't have enough love for the Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what can I There's say? There's no amount of love that's yeah. too much love for Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, no. I mean, I, uh, I I gush over him every single game, every single every single uh, recap that we have. <laughs> well, I mean, but 9-3, I hey, mean, they're sitting in a nice position. Yeah. They, they could potentially compete with Arizona for the one single buy in the NFC, and they'll probably you need it. them? Yeah. With his toe issues that he alleges yeah. people are leaking to the media, yeah, he showed it. He showed his toe to the media. It looked bad. Yeah. Well, was, apparently uh, he wouldn't. He said I wouldn't I mean, have had to show it if they had. And he's flexible. It. He's flexible because he's able to put his foot on the table. So, well, I would hope so. He is a professional athlete, <laughs> even though he's thirty-seven. He's old. he's old. He's my age. He's old. Yeah, but he, you know, he still gets around pretty. I don't know well. if I could put my foot up on the table right now. <laughs> I know ben. you could not. <laughs> I know you could not. Uh, but Friday, what's going on with the Rams? I have no idea. They picked up OBJ, and that's what it is. And they picked up Von Miller. Yeah. They're like, the, I'm telling you, like the early 2000 yeah, Yankees. That's like, what happens. ever available, we'll just take them. Odell Beckham gets on the team, and they and suck. And he's hurt. And they suck. And he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, do you think that it's the offense, it's the defense, it's the coaching? You, you know, Stafford looks like shit, to be quite frank. That's what I was going to say. Actually, Matthew Stafford has not impressed for the last, what, four or five weeks. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, he had one maybe one good in that stretch, one good game in that stretch. But, uh, no, he hasn't looked good, especially in this one. You know, he's, he's been throwing some stupid interceptions. He's looking like Carson Wentz sometimes out there. You know, he's he's looking like... Uh, he's lost. Like, yeah, a little bit. I mean, he looked better in Detroit than he does in L.A. Yeah, I mean, I, and I wonder if, you know, being under the bright lights with all the expectations, being a little bit older, you know, he's 12 years in the league, he's been beat up really good in Detroit. You know, I don't know. Uh, but Sean McVay... Uh, do you think they could turn this around? Because they're 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 stumbling yeah. pretty heartily here down Seven the stretch. And four. I, I, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll do the week thirteen uh, picks. I'm not sure who they play next, but it's it's almost a must win for them. You know, in order to keep up with the top teams in yeah. the NFC. Next up, Friday, a very disappointing outcome for uh, me. An outcome that didn't have to. It didn't have to be this way. Yeah, Baker Mayfield sucks. Uh, Baltimore sixteen, Browns ten. Would you bench Baker Mayfield, Kevin Stefanski? Why would I do that? Why would you even ask that? Uh, Baltimore 16, Browns 10. Ravens go to 8-3, and three, putting the division essentially out of reach for the Steelers. 
Uh, Cleveland Browns go to six and six, but Mayfield 18 to 37 for 247 and one touchdown in the game, but very inaccurate in this particular game. Kareem Hunt didn't get the ball enough, seven carries for 20 yards. Nick Chubb didn't carry the ball enough, eight carries for 16 yards. But on the other side of the ball, even though the Ravens bottled up the running game, they should have stuck with it. Lamar Jackson, and this is the line that you lost to, Cleveland. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 20 of 32 for 165 yards, one, count it, one touchdown, and four, as in four, as in a grand slam of interceptions in this game. But Chris Collinsworth, he jizzes every <laughs> single time. Oh, did you Lamar see that Jackson interception? I know he, he, I know, I know he, he threw it right to the defender. Look at that sidearm. Look at that. Oh, God, look at that sidearm. I know. Look, like, look at that. Look at how he throws the ball like every baseball infielder and tennis player has done their entire life. I mean, how could you even throw a football that it's way? Is it physically even, impossible. It's, it, I, I feel like it is. <laughs> I mean, every base field, baseball infielder throws the ball like that. Every yeah. rugby player throws the ball. Like, every tennis player hits the ball at different angles. Like, they act like quarterbacks who don't throw the ball directly over their head or are, like, literally curing cancer or something. Like, as they throw the ball sidearm or if they jump their feet off the ground and let, like, has a basketball player ever shot the ball no, with their stand. feet off the ground? No, they just stand flat. Has they that ever stand, happened? They, they stand flat-footed every single okay. time. Yeah, yeah. As I was just Because it seems like Chris Collinsworth thinks it's impossible to throw an object's with your feet off the ground. It seems like something that he doesn't yeah. believe is possible. Impossible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's Chris Collinsworth, please. Enough. When Al Michaels goes to Amazon, can we please have a, the last sighting of Chris Collinsworth? But I mean, the the Browns had every opportunity to win this game and they just wouldn't take it. They didn't. They, you know, Steelers would have really helped the Steelers, even though we suck right now, but it really would have helped that division remain more open. Mm hmm. But I think that the door is shut essentially for everybody, but the Ravens to win this division. Friday. Yeah, What's I mean, you? Baker Mayfield had many chances to come back and score a touchdown this game. I mean, they forced a lot of three and outs. Uh, I mean, I mean, four interceptions. I mean, you have four turnovers in this game, and you can't turn it around and somehow win it. I mean, I know Baltimore's defense is good, but I mean, come on. I mean, how many chances? Yeah, they were great do you stopping need? the ball, but I mean, they were great stopping the run. But the, but the the secondary, there were opportunities. Yeah, Mayfield just didn't hit them. Nope. And and uh, I'm not sure if this guy is getting a long term. We, we talked about it a few weeks back about him getting a long term contract, and we mentioned that you know the the Browns really haven't had a solid quarterback for you know Bernie Kosar. A, a quarter of a century Bernie now, Kosar, baby. maybe even longer than that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 the way the guy's playing right now, I mean, I know he's, he's maybe injured. Brady he's, Quinn he's, can come back. He's banged up, but I mean, he had multiple <laughs> maybe chances. Phil Sims Jr. Yeah. Chris Sims can come back, <laughs> no, but he had multiple chances to come back in this one. He just couldn't do it. I mean, even when he was able to throw the ball, they were inaccurate passes down the field, you know, beyond the receiver, in the ground, wherever. I mean, it just, and, and also they, 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 they went away from the run for some reason. I'm not sure why Kareem Hunt didn't run the ball more They were more stuffing on this one. it pretty good, but, you that, know, Chubb, but you got great running backs. But I mean, it's not, it's not like it was like a 27 to 10 game. I mean, it was a close game the entire game. I mean, you have to run the ball when it is close, even if they bottle it up. You see Baker Mayfield is not doing anything for you. At least try to do it on the ground. Yeah. I mean, Lamar and Lamar Jackson. I mean, Four picks in the game, mm -hmm. one touchdown, 165 yards. I mean, obviously the team is built to run the ball. It's built to play solid defense. But from what I've seen out of Lamar Jackson in that offense lately, it, it's going to be tough for them in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I mean, when they're going to get up against a Chiefs team or, or a New England team or, or even potentially a Chargers team that can put points up on the board, and I think the Ravens are going to struggle a little bit come playoff time. But mm -hmm. Browns, why couldn't you at least win this game? There was nothing but opportunities in this game. Oh, Franny. Uh, 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 next game. Uh, uh, well, 
Actually, let me say, fuck the Browns and oh, yeah, there you fuck go. There, the there, Ravens. There, we haven't taken a shot yet. We're, we're almost at the end. I know, seriously. You didn't we say we have the Cowboys coming up I next. Know, I probably I'm, shouldn't I'm, have said anything. I'm pretty sure we're gonna take another shot for that one too. But the end of an era, the end of a dynasty, the end of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll's relationship. The Washington Football Team seventeen, the Seattle Seahawks fifteen. Ooh. All right, let's do this shot, Franny. Why are we doing this shot? This is our punishment shot, and uh, we take this shot on the show when we say something negative about a team in our division. We signed a contract in blood many years ago. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the East, I take a shot. Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC, North, then you you take a shot. And if Sonia, who's never on the show anymore, if she says anything about a team in her division, negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot. But Ben, you just said, fuck the Browns and well, fuck Baltimore, fuck the entire division, fuck the Bengals for kicking your ass. Yeah, two more shots of this and I'll be going back to the AFC Central days (laughs) when the Steelers were in the Central. Cheers. Hmm. And that's that disgusting is when it's cold. The American born peach whiskey. <sighs> it's not that great. It's awful, in fact. It's not awful, but it's not great. Oh, sweet. Too sweet. Oh, but Friday, the Washington football team, Russell Wilson, 20 of 31 mm-hmm. for 247 and two touchdowns. And that that line looks well, way better than what it was on the field. Uh, Russell Wilson with two carries for 16 yards. Alex Collins, nothing. 14 yards yeah, on the ground. DJ nothing, Dallas. Nothing to speak four of. Four yards. But on. now they have Adrian Peterson. Yeah, of course. The team, <laughs> you know? It's only his fourth team this year. This is the one that's definitely going to work. This one's going to work If only Cam sure. Newton could go from New England to Carolina to Detroit and then back to Carolina, you know, Carolina then then he'll be good again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Tyler Lockett, 96 yards finally. No touchdowns. Gerald Everett with a touchdown. Freddie Swain with a touchdown. But DK Metcalf with one catch for 13 yards, but then again, he dropped a couple balls. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, give give Taylor Heineke some credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 27 to 35 for 223, one touchdown, count it, and one pick in the game. Antonio Gibson running like a man, like a man. Yeah, yeah. 29 carries for 111. J.D. McKissick, who was a Seattle Seahawk and who's now got more receptions and yards from scrimmage catching the ball than any uh, running back in the league the last two years. I believe another guy that Pete Carroll didn't think was good enough for his team. Uh, J.D. McKissick was also with a touchdown through the air. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, Franny. What is going on with Russell Wilson? I don't know. And the Seattle Seahawks. It looks like a literal train wreck. It's, it's I mean, it's a, it's an implosion. I mean, they're falling apart. Uh, Russell Wilson, he has fallen off a cliff and a large cliff. The biggest cliff you can think of. <laughs> That's where he's fallen off of. I mean, taking uh, taking bad sacks. I mean, really bad. In this one, and in, in, uh, in, in at the end of the game, when it was, they, were yeah. trying, they were trying to drive down the field, he took that stupid sack. I mean, why did you? I, I, like, mean, what is in ball. your brain when you're you're well outside the pocket? The, there's, the offensive line collapsed. Away, like, throw the why ball take away. a 15 yard sack yeah. when you could just throw the ball to the sidelines to the line of scrimmage? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I I don't know what's going that on. That he's with done the guy, his whole career, but, but uh, Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke, I think Washington football team has found their quarterback. For next year. Yeah. Beyond that, I'm not sure. Yeah, but I think they should keep him around. Yeah, no, he's playing well. I mean, he really wants it. I mean, you can tell this guy really wants to win. And he works hard, and, and he, you know, he doesn't care when the offensive line is not what it could be. He doesn't care, Yeah, you know, when the receivers aren't where they're supposed to be. He yep. just gets back out there, mm-hmm. gets the guys ready to go, and he goes out there, and he plays as hard as he possibly can. But, Friday, I got to do the Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, 
you know, uh, Stephen A. Smith take, is Russell Wilson done? I don't think so. I don't think so. This is bad. It's bad, and it's been bad for weeks and weeks and weeks. Before the injury, it was bad. Since the injury, it's been bad. Do you think that Russell Wilson, he's obviously going to look for a trade in the offseason. You know, it's too bad for the Seattle Seahawks because they're going to get less capital in return if he continues to play this way. But do you think, what do you think the problem is with Russell Wilson? The offensive line is obviously not playing great, but Ben Roethlisberger has an awful offensive line. Lots of guys have awful offensive lines out there, veteran quarterbacks, and they're able to make a little bit of lemonade out of lemons. Mm -hmm. Maybe not a full pitcher, but they're able to make some lemonade. What do you think? Uh, I, I I seriously I don't know what the guy's problem is. I, I mean, he, I, <laughs> uh, this this line this, this line here is does not indicate yeah, no, how bad no. this I mean, was. He was really bad in this one. I mean, he was overthrowing guys, and I mean, he looked like he looked like a young Dak Prescott. Yeah, when the bomb. <laughs> when, when the, I mean, just like no, I mean, no, no accuracy idea. whatsoever on on you know passes about 10 to 15 yards down the field he just wasn't able to hit those guys i mean you know he's he's great at throwing the, throwing the deep ball but once those aren't there once they're not falling in the breadbasket i mean they're they're struggling but the also intermediate throws have been no awful. running game no None. running game at all and they didn't need to keep throwing the ball yeah, in this no. game it's a 17 to 15 game why are they continuing and continuing and continuing to throw the ball down the field throw the ball 31 times when they didn't have much time of possession why do you only have Two carries for, or seven carries for Alex Collins, three carries for for DJ Dallas. I know Travis Homer was out. I know Rashard Penny was out. I know JD McKissick. They didn't. It was was playing for the opposite team. But w- when your quarterback's playing that badly, don't you want to sort of get into some you, kind of a rhythm, so. running you the ball? So. I mean, I know Washington's got a great line, but I, I still would have stuck with the running game a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, a little bit, especially a close to, game like this too. I mean, I there's no to, reason to launch the ball down the field. And, you know, especially on some of those uh, third down plays, you know, why launch it 20, 30 yards down the field? I'm just get the fucking first down. Just move the ball. Because that's I, I feel like he's a one-trick pony. Yeah. All uh, he can do is throw the ball deep. Yeah, I'm going to start pouring a shot right here. All right. Next up, Franny. And I tend to think. And I feel bad for Sonya. I feel bad for Sonya. But uh, you know, I tend to think. My cousin, your wife, Ben. I mean, you know, I tend to think she, Russell Wilson I, actually, she's done. she's uh, she's been very positive about this. Actually, she has, but I, I mean, she's not going to be positive she's, when they when they trade Wilson at the end of the she's, year. She's crying maybe in, in in the bedroom when you can't see her. But <sighs> but I, I tend to think I tend to I think mean, Wilson is. I tend too. to think Wilson because I'm just about to say fuck the Cowboys. I fuck tend to think the, he's the done. Cowboys. I fuck the Saints too. Fuck the, you know, I like the Saints. Well, I I don't like the Saints with Drew Brees, but now I like them without. Him. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I, I tend to think Russell Wilson might be done. I don't think he's done. I, I, you know, I still think he has some left in the tank. I mean, very little. He's, he's still young. I mean, he's still he's still relatively thirty three. He's still relatively young. I mean, you look at you know, Aaron but Rogers, he doesn't have any humility. I mean, he yeah, has. I mean, I know you gotta, you know, you gotta convey confidence. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. But he lacks a, between he the lacks ears. Genuine humility, possibly between the ears right now. Yeah, yeah. But he needs to have more humility, not like the faux humi- humility, like mm-hmm. Jalen Regal. Oh, gee, golly, whiz, like Jalen Regal after the game. I wasn't happy with him. The Eagles fans obviously have not been happy with him since they no. drafted him. Yep. But I genuinely believe that he meant what he was saying. Well, Even yeah. if he didn't mean it, he's a good enough actor to make me believe it. Yes. I, when Russell Wilson is self-deprecating, I don't buy it. I don't. I just don't buy it at all. Yeah. I well, don't think he believes another, it. Another I don't think he believes there's any problem that is someone else's fault that, that is his own fault. Yeah. I think he thinks everything. He's like Alec Baldwin. Someone made a mistake that day. I didn't pull it the just wasn't me. I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> I, know, like I don't have any. I don't have any regret. I don't like, even, how do you have not? How do you have no? Re- whatever. I mean, that's a whole different story. Well, I'm a lawyer, you, so I know why you did it. I, yeah, but how, why do you have no regret? Yeah. I mean, like you, you, you killed somebody. Yeah. Like even, even if you didn't, you know, pull the trigger. 
But that's his lawyer talking. But yeah, I know. Yeah, his lawyer was there, and I didn't watch the interview. But I've heard, you know, like bits it was a softball. It. it was yeah. a softball interview. Yeah. yeah. But to say someone is responsible, yeah, someone, it's yeah. just not me. That is like, yeah. I know your lawyer told. I know why you did it, but like to the American public, which is really all that matters anymore. That is just a crazy. Like I can't imagine. Like my, if that were my wife, and I watched that interview, and I heard him say someone's responsible for Sonia's yeah. death. But it's mean, just not the person that was holding the firearm. But I did learn about the firearm. So in that Colt 45, you have to do two things to fire the gun. Either you, you, either you, you cock the trigger, mm-hmm. you cock the, the hammer, mm-hmm. and you pull the trigger, and then it fires. Yeah. Or if you depress the trigger and you, pull the, and you pull the hammer back. It'll automatically go back. It automatically fires. Yeah. So either he had the trigger depressed. And he pulled the hammer back, and, and and like, which seems like the most logical thing. If he didn't actually, I mean, it's, it's pull an the accident. Trigger. I mean, it's an accident, but still, but I mean, he wasn't it's a live round. To, but it was a, but it was a, it was a, it was a run through. It wasn't an actual yeah. scene. And, yeah. and then he has one of the, uh, we should, we went off topic, but yeah. And he, and then he has one of the guys that was on set that was like twenty yards away. Said, "I didn't see him pull the trigger. There's no way." I'm like, it's like an eighth yeah. of an inch thick, like. The area where his finger goes is like literally, like you saw from twenty yards away that his hand, that his, that his finger was on the outside. Yeah, but like, even so, are you kidding me? Even so, I'm not, I'm not sure. What are you, I'm freaking not, Superman? But you I'm, not, like I'm not sure vision? where any, like, I'm not sure where this occurred and 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 you know where, um, uh, you know the the person that was actually uh that he that he did kill. I mean, he in front of did. him. Yeah, I mean, you never point a gun at anybody. I mean, I don't care what kind of gun it is. I mean, a prop gun still has. He some... said that's where he was told to point the gun. Yeah, I mean, he just. Uh, he, I mean, <laughs> he said that's... I was just following direction. If and it's so funny because George Clooney was like, "I always check the gun." Yeah, I, I mean... always and I was and Adam Carolla, who I know a lot of people don't like, but I tend to, you know, he has pretty good takes on his stuff. He said because uh, what's his name? Uh, George Clooney said, "I always check the gun," and he yeah. brought up a good point. Like, so what do you if you have a nine millimeter in your hand? What do you do? Yeah, check. you do you take the clip out and like literally like take all the rounds out of the clip like before the scene starts and well, then no, I mean, just, put them just, all. Like, what if you have an AK forty seven? You like literally take the clip out of the yeah, gun and you, and you check like, the, you check the chamber. But but I don't believe that George Clooney is taking ten minutes. Yeah, I know. Before it does, every it scene, it doesn't take that long. It doesn't take that long. I mean, you drop the clip out and you look inside the chamber, and there's if there's nothing in there. I mean, I, but there will be bullets in there. So you, if they're dummy rounds, you literally got to take them out. Yeah. And shake everyone to see if it's like that's what made George. That's why George Clooney should have kept his fucking mouth shut, because there's no way he's checking an Uzi to make sure that every round yeah. in the Uzi is a dummy round. Yeah. But cheers, Ben. Sorry, I said fuck the Cowboys. Punishment shot. Sorry, fuck but, the but he deserves that shit. I mean, it's not someone's responsible. It's just not me. Here's lawyer. <sighs> if I was his lawyer, I would have. Here's I lawyer definitely, whispering. What's that? Here's lawyer whispering in the background. Well, I mean, I've, I've, no good lawyer would would have recommended that he did that what he, he did. That, I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't go on on no. on. You don't have an interview after this shit because anything tell everybody he in, says that's not accurate or mm-hmm. calls into any doubt whether or not it's accurate, that mm-hmm. statement will be used against him mm-hmm. in trial yeah. if he's actually ultimately criminally charged. And he, I'm pretty sure he won't be because he is an actor and <laughs> actors and and athletes, unless you're you know r- what Rugs did, Riggs Rugs did. I mean, you, you don't you know that's obviously. He's never oh, playing. Yeah, he's I mean, never, he's, well, he's gonna be, he's, I wouldn't say he, he's players go, can do. I mean, yeah, Frank, I think Frank Clark's driving around in L.A. Yeah. right now with with but he didn't, with, he a, has, with a fifty caliber machine he gun. He hasn't murdered anybody, but I mean, you know, like what I mean, you know, what I'm sure I'm sure he's going to get away with it. I mean, it, it's 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 sad, but 
you know, that's just was that's you know uh, the American justice system yeah, or well, lack of justice. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be shocked if if I wouldn't be shocked if he gets charged. But I mean, yeah. I've I've worked on a couple cases where. I had to go through all the movie agreements in terms of the money that what they call like a cam agreement. There's another name for it. And he's like, well, everybody tries to save money. We tried to save money. Tom Cruise tries to save money. And I'm like, I've read through those agreements. No one's trying to say you're spending fucking money on spreads, hotel rooms, private planes, all this shit. Anyone that's read a movie agreement where they break down the costs, mm-hmm. none of those guys yeah, are trying to Nobody, save money. Nobody's trying to save money. You might have been trying to yeah. save money. Not if it's like a large, uh, uh, you know, company. Like if it's like Fox or if it's you know whatever. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Who yeah, they, they were who... staying in like bomb shelters. The sta- like the crew, not bomb shelters, but they were mm-hmm. staying in like dirty, filthy hotel rooms and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I doubt that. Uh, no, they, no, oh, the, they were. the crew. Oh, not, okay, not the actors. Yeah, not the actors. Yeah, no. <laughs> the crew. So they're they're staying in posh hotel rooms. Yeah, you, you, suites. You cut costs. You hired people that didn't know what they were doing, and now you're going to have to be. Uh, you got to write a big fat check if you don't go to jail. Uh but sorry, that was a, a yeah, way, way off topic. But, way off topic, but I just it's such a sleazy thing to to say Thursday night game. when a guy is mourning his wife. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dallas Cowboys twenty seven, New Orleans Saints seventeen. Yeah. Cowboys go to eight and four. Taysom Hill's bad. Five and seven. For, he broke his finger almost. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Dak Prescott with a sweet, sweet attempt. 26 of 40 for 238. One touchdown, one pick. But Taysom Hill, 19 of 41 for 264. Two count of two touchdowns and another grand slam of interceptions. Four yeah. interceptions in this game. Friday would say. I mean, also, same as last game we talked about. But he did have a splint on his finger. Russell yeah. Wilson can't even can't even play with a like a surgically repaired. Or actually, the, the Browns type. game. Sorry, not the last game, but the Browns game where Baker Mayfield had multiple chances to come back in this game or in that game. Taysom Hill had multiple chances. To come yeah, back I think in my, this I one. think my last text to you was, defense. "Oh my god!" Yeah, on the last uh, interception. Yeah, I mean it was it was so bad. I mean he threw a Excuse lot me. of bad interceptions in this one. Uh, and and you, you didn't know, even respond to my he, last text on the I last was, interception. I was just like, uh, I, 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 I just stopped watching. I was like, fuck this. I mean, I, you know, I, actually, I think I, I responded to. I just said, you know, eh, I, I knew it was over, but um, because they know, kept getting the ball back, yeah, I, you were like, they, it's over. I'm like, no, maybe not. Yeah, I know, but it was the You're same. Like, it's over. I'm like, oh, maybe not. Same result. I mean, they started moving the ball. Well, you know, Taysom Hill's running the ball, which he does much better than throwing the ball. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, why they, they got they away actually, from running the ball at the end? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they were actually more competitive in this game than I thought they would be. But, you know, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, I mean, they're, they're definitely not, you know, top-tier quarterbacks in this league. They're not even middle-tier quarterbacks in this league. Um, you know, Sean Payton is using doing you know, his tape best. and glue. and Yeah, he's trying his best to try to win these games, and he's actually been, you know, competitive. I mean, not against the Eagles so much, but in this one, you know, the Cowboys... Uh, <laughs> not again. Yeah, you suck balls against the Eagles, but you're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's true. Actually, with the Eagles, actually, I mean you suck, but with, you're doing actually, a good with the job. Eagles, they did come back <laughs> late in that game, and I got kind of scared that they, you know, that they, were, they actually might take the lead in that one. Um, but uh, you know, in this one, they had so many chances, and the Cowboys—they're having some issues. I mean, their offense doesn't they look are. like it's flowing. Ezekiel Elliott is not looking that good. I Thank God they have Pollard. Done. Yeah, Pollard out there, and Pollard had that one amazing run yeah. in this game. And then back to Zeke. I don't know why. I mean, he's, he's Zeke. He's got you know, his stomach he's... is out. He's got the, the the jersey rolled up. He's got the you know, he's ready to yeah. go. He's he's more flashy than Pollard, yeah. but Pollard is the one that can actually run the ball in this one. And he had that one long run that pretty much iced the game. I mean, that's when it was it was pretty much over. I mean, you know, the, the, the Saints had their chances, just couldn't do it. Not with Taysom Hill under center. And uh, you know, moving forward, I would actually, I would, I would, I would roll with Taysom Hill and just throw in, uh, you know, uh, not, Trevor Simeon and, and use Taysom Hill as, yeah. as sort of a, you know, a decoy or, and, or and some just sort of have trick him play option back. or just something. Have him yeah. in the game as a running he's back. A, he's a great running back. 
Kamara's out. Why yeah. not use Taysom Hill as a like a, an yeah. actual running back mm-hmm. for 15 he, carries a game? Yeah, he broke his finger. Use him as running back. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that the league might regret this. Mm-hmm. The NFC might just like with the Chiefs. There was an opportunity to knock the Chiefs down, get them on, the, get, get them in a standing eight count, and and you know make the rest of the, the fight difficult for them. Same with the Cowboys. There's a, a two or three games this season when the opponent. This was another one of those games where the opponent had opportunities to put them out of their misery, to make their life difficult, getting to the playoffs, make them have to play their starters all the way to the end. And, you know, the Saints, again, they let the Cowboys back in, or, or stay ahead in this game, and the Cowboys go to 8-4, and four, and I think the Cowboys could potentially be 5-7 and seven right now. But, you know, teams yeah. didn't put the foot on the neck when they had the opportunity. I mean, how many opportunities did they get at the end of this game? It was like three punts. It was oh, yeah. like an interception and two punts. They, right? had, they had their chances. And like the last five minutes, they got the ball like three times. They had their chances. They just couldn't convert. So. Ugly. Ugly. But Sean Payton's doing his best. All right, Franny, yeah. that's it for the week 12. 12. Recap. What's next up on the big board? Next up, man. Shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Man. And just a shout out to our listeners. Thank you also. I, ha- I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everything is going well for you. I hope you're having a great holiday season. Just uh, And we want to announce that Franny made it all the way through the week 12 games without using the I bathroom. Know. Well, I'm, I'm, so yeah, this, I'm ready. This is pretty impressive. So I'm going to take about 10 minutes to get through this uh, listener shout out. I'm kidding. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Paul. But thank you all so much, genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts, for listening to the show. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. Since 2018, we have been a show about football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening tonight, tomorrow, whenever you listen to this podcast, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.busprout.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, that person you want to give the finger to in the car because they cut you off, just say, hey, let me give you a piece of advice. Listen to Thurston Gold Podcast. I was going to get into like a road rage incident with you, but I'd rather just give you some helpful information. If you listen to Thurston Gold Podcast, you won't be so angry. Uh, you can check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as every pod catcher and podcaster in the universe. Ronnie, what's next up on a big board? Uh, next up, Ben. We have our NFL Week 13 picks and your betting line as well all right we'll be right back with the nfl 13 picks all right and we are back with our nfl week 13 picks and ben's betting lines. your betting lines <laughs> your hmm. betting lines how'd you do this past week it's cold it's cold uh not bad yeah. actually not bad yeah. not bad good good but not good either yeah <laughs> Thank you, That's... Steelers. Thank you, Seahawks. Thank you. But also, thank you, Green Bay. <laughs> uh, first up, Friday, Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Is this the week that the Detroit Lions get the win? No. No, it's not. It's not? <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sure. I- I'm pretty sure that the Detroit Lions will not win this game. So you're taking Minnesota? Uh, I am taking Minnesota in this one, Ben. I'm going to take them at minus seven. Really? And that's about it. I mean, you know, the minus 320 on the money line. Not even worth it. Yeah, not worth it. Uh, Vikings minus 7 over under 46.5. I am taking the under in this game, staying away from the minus 7. Even the Vikings, I can't guarantee, will win by 7 against the Detroit Lions. Next up, your Arizona Cardinals coming off the bye. Kyler Murray is back. Everybody is back. 
Arizona Cardinals at Chicago Bears. Cardinals mm-hmm. minus seven over under 42. Friday, who do you have to win the game outright? Uh, the Cardinals minus seven. I think they should win this one handily. And that's about it. That's the only juicy bet there is. And that's not even a juicy one. Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals minus seven, and I'm taking I'm over. Tease it down to <laughs> <laughs> no. I would tease this one, but I think the Cardinals, the Bears will score four. Uh, do you want to do you want to look at the injury report on this one? Ben? <laughs> I know. I, I know. All I know is Murray is back, and that's all I need to know. I'm taking over forty two because I think the Cardinals alone can score forty two points in this game. Uh, next up, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. This is actually. The line is minus 11 on the Bucks. The over-under is 51. I think that line's a little that high. Is a, that is a large line. It is. I mean, the Falcons are not playing badly. I, I might take $10 on the plus 398. <laughs> to win outright? <laughs> to win outright for the Falcons. I, yeah. I mean, I expect them to lose. I expect Tampa Bay to win this one. That line is a little high. I don't expect them to win by you know 11 or more. I expect to be maybe like between 3 and 7. Yeah, I expect to be a, a I agree. fairly close game, but they're playing in Atlanta. They're playing in Atlanta, and uh, Atlanta really has nothing to lose. They never have anything. Yeah, exactly. To lose. Unless they're so, in, hey, I mean, unless I'm, they're I'm in might, the Super Bowl. I might if I have some money. I'm just going to put ten bucks on three ninety eight. If you have some money, if I have some money, <laughs> I don't have, have any some. money. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Tampa minus eleven, and I'm going to take under fifty one, and I'm going to tease them both. Take it down to minus five, and take the under up to 57 Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs Friday the Chiefs minus nine and a half over under 47 yeah I'd expect yeah there's really nothing juicy I mean the Chiefs I expect them to win this one by nine and a half though yeah I could see that yeah the Broncos are not playing bad N- yeah but neither Bridgewater's are the Chiefs, a little neither are the Chiefs right now <laughs> yeah but they're still the Chiefs <laughs> yeah, they yeah, still exactly. lack quarterback there's... play yeah okay <laughs> they still don't have you know I mean, I, mean I, I, is... I think Patrick Mahomes might have torn a muscle dancing with Post Malone after the concert. And his brother and his wife. Yeah, he did show that he doesn't have a lot of moves in the dancing. I think when Jason Kelsey is a better dancer than you are, you might want to think about, you know, practicing a little bit more. Uh, no, but Chiefs win by, I, I could see a 10-point win. Mm, I'm actually going to take the Broncos plus 9.5 in this game. Uh, yeah. I think the Broncos are going to keep this game close. Uh, next up, your. Carson Wentz led Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Win. Texans. Colts minus 10, over under 45. Win for the Colts. I'm not even betting on this minus one. Minus 10? Yeah, I know. I, 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 Colts win. Yeah, I, I'm not betting on this game because I don't know what you're going to get out of either one of these teams week to week. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> at New York Jets. The Eagles <laughs> minus 5, over under 44. Uh, I'm going I'm to choose the Eagles in this one. They better fucking win this game. It's a fucking But no Jets. Jalen Hurts? I don't care. It's the Jets. You got... Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Minshew Mania. Mania 2.0. In. Yeah, he'd be wandering around the Kensington Avenue area of Philadelphia the night before getting his groove on. What's in New York? Oh, it's in New York. Okay. Uh, He'll be wandering around (laughs) the Midtown area of New York City getting his groove on. Those are two very disparate areas. They are not related to each other at all. Um, mm, I'll take take the Eagles minus 5 over 44, but I'm going to tease them. I'll tease that down to plus one, and I'll tease that over down to 38. Next up, Chargers at Bengals. The Bengals minus three over under 49.5. This is the game of the week so far. Yeah, Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals in this one. I mean, I'm, The Steelers are not a good opponent. You shouldn't be judging yeah, a lot based I mean, on. The, the, what, the Steelers kept it pretty close against the Chargers, too, though. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but so... that's that Chargers defense. 
Yeah. And how are they going to fare against that Bengals offense? Uh, does Joe Mixon have 265 <laughs> yards in this game? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. It's a Derrick Henry-like performance. You're taking the Bengals? I think. I mean, the Chargers need to win this one, but I think the Bengals will win this one. Yeah. I'm, I mean, if, if I was going to bet on anything in this game, it would be the over. As I, 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 I'm not confident in either the Chargers or the Bengals in terms of the money or in terms of the the point spread. Uh, next up, your New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins minus six over under thirty nine point five. I know. Wow, that's pretty interesting. It is interesting because mm-hmm. the Giants are playing pretty well. Yeah, but the Dolphins are also playing pretty well. They are, but they're still the Dolphins. I, I, I'm going to choose the Dolphins in this one. I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants to win outright plus 220. Wow, okay. I mean, that's not a bad bet. That's not a bad bet. I, they just can't score. They, But they can. But and they, they will. <laughs> but they one. can't. Jason Garrett is no more. That's true, too, yeah. Joe Judge said he wanted to fire him last year. <laughs> why he was ever hired, I have no idea why you would hire this guy. I know. I just, I mean, it's like, okay. I mean, whatever. I mean, what I, like, I, I will give Dan Quinn credit. You know, without Mike McCarthy... He was on the sideline with his hat on backwards, coaching up the defense, making decisions on offense. I mean, Atlanta is a hard place to win, you know, regardless of the of the team that you have on the field even. I, I think Dan Quinn might – if I were Jerry Jones, I'd be considering potentially promoting Dan Quinn next year and letting Mike oh, McCarthy go. Oh, we saw, we saw what Dan Quinn could do with a football team. Yeah, but it's Atlanta. Yeah, well. I mean, can you judge someone on how they do in New York? With the uh, Jets, like, yeah, do you really judge too, yeah. a head coach that's on that? True too, yeah, uh, you know, I would, I would be seriously thinking about promoting Dan Quinn if mm-hmm. I were, if I were Jerry Jones. Mike McCarthy is a train wreck. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Giants. Uh, Washington football team at the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders minus one over at a forty-eight. I'm taking the Washington football team at plus one hundred seven in this one to win outright. Really? Yeah. But, but the Raiders, they're hot. They're cold. Yeah. But I mean, the, they're the, at home. To watch the football. I mean, that defense is really good. And and uh, I like what I like Taylor Haneke. I mean, not that Derek Carr is terrible, but I like I like Taylor Haneke. Yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Washington and the under in this game. I'm gonna take Washington. Put that up to plus seven, and I'm gonna take the under up to fifty four. Next up, Ravens. Oh, at Steelers. Ravens minus four over under forty four at Heinz Field. At well, does it even matter if you're yeah, it for the Steelers more, yeah. anymore? Roethlisberger really says this is his last year, probably, probably. Yeah. He's never said that before. No, this is new. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. I think I think he first started saying this sometime around 2015. <laughs> last year, guys, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. This is the, yeah. I can't carry this team. I mean, last back. year was the last year, but then the ending was so sad that this year had to be the last year. Now no. the ending's going to be even be sad sadder. Ending. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who are you taking? Uh, you can be honest. I'm going to take the Ravens in this one, Ben. I mean, minus four. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to hail Mary. I'm going to take the Steelers plus one seventy three. You're don't so, listen to me. You're always so positive. I on have them. to be until the game. Until the game starts. Uh, yeah, these motherfuckers. Fire everybody. <laughs> these motherfuckers. Yeah, I wouldn't fire Tomlin, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like I heard some people talking about how, like, you know, the coaching it works for a while, but then it gets stale. I'm like, what is that even like? The players turn over. Like the Steelers are the youngest team in the league, right? So how is Mike Tomlin's coaching style stale with the players mm-hmm. when actually ninety percent of the players on the team weren't here three years ago? Yeah. Like how? Like it, it, somehow are the older players communicating with the players that are there now? They're texting and saying like, is Mike Tomlin saying this? Well, if he's saying this, then you know this. Like I don't even know what that means. Like 
Bill Belichick's coaching style, when if they it, last year was it stale? Like the Bill, like I remember last year they were saying maybe his maybe maybe he's outgrown it, or uh, maybe yeah. he, you know maybe the, that league has passed him by, and you know maybe he doesn't have a coach in today's NFL. I'm like, geez, Louise, geez, Louise, how how quickly people yeah. forget. And now they got Mac Jones, and all of a sudden they're yep. eight and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers, plus 173. All right. And I'll take the under 44 because this is going to be a tough game to score points. Yeah, actually, probably. Yeah, I'd probably take the under one, uh, under 44 as well. Yeah, I mean, Steelers going to win uh, 17 to 14. Jacksonville Jags at the LA Rams. The Rams can right the ship here against the Jags. Rams minus 13, over under 48. Can the Rams even win the game, let alone win by 13? Yeah, I think they'll win. You think? I, I think so. I think they'll win this one. <laughs> You're looking at me like, just, why are you even asking me this? Just what the doctor ordered. You <laughs> just, know, I mean, this is what they need right now. They need to win a game, and they will win this one. They went to Beverly Hills. They got a prescription, and the prescription was for three milligrams of the Jaguars. I'm going to take. Uh, I'll take over 48 in this game. I'll take but one, I'm I'm not going to take the line. One generational talent, thank you. <laughs> one I'll take I'll take one future Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh next up, oh boy, oh boy, boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. Niners. Yeah, Niners Seahawks, Ben. And the Seahawks. It, uh, the 49ers are only favored by 3. Yeah, I know, but I, I I'm going to choose the Niners in this one. I mean, they're rolling right now and the Seahawks are kind of falling apart. Um <sighs> I, don't, I don't see any hope for the Seahawks in this one. I it's, it's so hard. I'm not going to touch the the. I'm not going to try to touch the point spread because I love my wife, but I will say, hasn't stopped you in the past. Uh, yeah, but it's, now it's bad. Yeah. Now I mean it's literally like, this is apocalyptic, in in Seattle. I'll take under forty five. I mean neither one of these teams puts up a ton of points, and you know both of these defenses are playing pretty well. I mean give Ken Norton credit; the defense is keeping him in these games. Yeah, unfortunately the offense can't do anything. I'm going to take under 45. And the last game of the week, the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. I plus two and a half. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you coming around. And the, and also plus 127 to win it. Really? Yeah. You're going to take the Patriots plus 127? I mean, their, def- their defense is playing really well right now. Um, um, Mac Jones. Boob. We got to give him a, I mean, man boob. Man boob. We, we got to come up Mac with a nickname. He's, he needs man boob. Like, Man boob. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's gonna be on the on the jersey. Man boob. I don't even know his number. Is his number like? I don't even. What know. is his number? Ten. I think his number is ten. Uh, I'll take the Patriots plus one twenty seven. Fun game though. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take the over forty one, and I'm also gonna take a teaser on the Patriots. Push it up to plus eight point five and push the over down to thirty five, just in case. As a, you know, hedge my bet a little bit, mm-hmm. as they say. All right, that's it for week 13, Friday. What is next up on the big board? Next up in, we have Friday's Flame and Ben's Bust of the Week. This is the time in the show when we tell you the thing that frustrated us most yeah. from the prior week or from yeah. the prior weeks. Yeah, I think you know what frustrated me the most. Friday, what is your Flame of the Week? Why didn't we just take Justin Jefferson? Like, seriously, why didn't we? I mean, Justin Jefferson was <laughs> why there on. Why didn't we just take Dan Marino? Yeah. He was there. I mean, Justin Jefferson is a big, strong, large <laughs> receiver. Was Deshaun large Watson available receiver. when I took Mitchell Trubisky? And, and we take Jalen Ragor, a small, speedy receiver. Like, there's not a lot of speedy receivers in the league as it is, just small, speedy receivers. I mean, there are not too many Justin Jeffersons to go around. SSR. And we take 
Jalen Ragor to drop these two passes at the end of the game when the Eagles need them the most? That is my flame of the week, Ben. Yeah, but how, I'm pissed about that. Do you know that. how that decision was made? I very, mean, other than, by, other than by Howie Roseman, <laughs> yeah. who somehow keeps his job year after year. He's more like Kevin Colbert. Like, yeah. he knows how to... You know, like he knows how to negotiate contracts and rework contracts to keep keep them under the cap, but his picking acumen is, hasn't been the greatest. I mean, he did take Carson Wentz, he did bring Nick Foles. I mean, in. Josh Sweat is also a pretty good pickup, and I mean, there's, there's Fletcher a, Cox from ten years ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's, a, there's there's some guys in there, but I mean, most of them are flops. Yeah, most of the guys are. I mean, Dallas Goddard, good tight end, also. Zach Ertz doing pretty well in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dallas Goddard has more yards than him for the year so far. Does he really? Yeah. Not that many more, but he has more. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Cliff Clavin. I did not. <laughs> that's actually a really interesting fact. I, I would have thought for sure Ertz would have had more yards. No. Nah. Well, he also missed a week. Because when, eh, when, just yeah. one week. Yeah. But still, I mean, that one week probably would have put him over, but, you know, he's just ahead. Interesting. Uh-huh. I mean, do you think that next year... They're gonna, they're gonna Howie miss. Roseman no, will, will learn from his mistakes? No, probably not. No, he hasn't I mean, learned now. He hasn't learned by now. It's been a long time, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's gonna learn from his mistakes in the past. Because the word on the street, mm-hmm. on the street, and by the street I mean <laughs> terrible sports reporters, is that Howie Roseman is not sold on Jalen Hurts and may consider drafting a quarterback next year. While I don't know if that's Jeffrey a good idea. Lurie. Loves and has confidence in Jalen Hurts. There's a little bit yeah. of a rift there. I, w- I would roll with. Who Jalen do you think is going to win that fight? I would roll with Jalen Hurts right now, only because there aren't really any up and coming quarterbacks in the next, next draft. I mean, it's not a really great. It's not a strong draft class. But um, but so, there's some diamonds in there. There's yeah, a little yeah, diamonds yeah. in the rough. Yeah, I know. Uh, but no, I would. I, you know, J- J- I mean. They forced Jalen Hurts to do too much early on in the season. And at the end of this game, I mean, obviously he did throw three interceptions, but he did make some nice throws. He did climb the pocket. He did what he needed to do to win that game. But the receivers literally dropped the ball. and Twice. Twice. and Same uh, receiver. Same same guy. <laughs> and if only we had Justin Jefferson instead of Jalen Ragor. The week Ragor. before was bringing down yeah. everything, but, everything but the moon no, I mean, you just have that to, was in his reach was he was bringing I down. Mean, you just have to have a balanced, you know, Game. I mean, you have to. You have to. I mean, our, our our running game has been strong. Our passing game, you know, not so much. I mean, you know, J- Jalen Hurts has hasn't had, given him a ton of time. They have the last few weeks, though. They've they've given him some time. He's learning. He's still Stepping technically up. sort of a rookie. I mean, he's, he's. I mean, he's played what nineteen games. So that's pretty much one season so far that he's played. But he was kind of forced into action last season. So this is kind of his first. And there was cool some drama season. With, with Peterson in the front office. It, yeah. it couldn't have been comfortable for him last year. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I, th- I think if you have a strong running game and Jalen Hurts does his thing, I mean, you know, he's running the ball well himself. Um, you know, he just needs to learn a few fundamentals here and there, but he's 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 uh, he's okay. I'll, I'll roll with him and wait for a stronger draft class, see how next year pans out. If he still struggles, then, you know, maybe draft a quarterback because if you don't have a good season, you'll have uh, a good draft position. Ugh. That's your flame of the week, Franny? Yeah. What about you, Ben? What is your bust? Uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. Watching this season over and over and over again, my bust is the National Football League Player Association contract. It's been sloppy all year. People don't look like they're practiced. People don't look like they know what they're doing out there. People don't look like they're improving week to week. And I blame the National Football League Players Association for the last contract limiting the number of practices in OTAs, limiting the number of practices during training camp, limiting the number of padded practices during the regular season, limiting the the duration to three and a half. It's like three and a half hours twice a week or some shit. But there's very little padded practice time. 
The rest of the time is spent meeting in, you know, meeting, watching tape, but very little time actually in padded practices working on their craft. You see it on the Steelers' defense. There are a lot of young guys out there with inexperience, and they don't seem to get better week to week. I attribute that to uh, you know limited numbers of practices during the regular season. Uh, let me see how many practices they can have. Uh, 14 padded practices during the regular season, 11 of which must be held during the first 11 weeks. One padded padded practice per week in the postseason, preparing for a playoff game. And padded practices are limited to three hours, three hours in an entire day, plus a walkthrough with position coaches not to exceed 30 minutes. I mean, this this is like, this is some Teamster Long Beach fucking doc shit. I mean, look at the, look at the, the minicamp rules. Physicals on Monday, but no practice. Tuesday through Thursday, day off on Friday. Maximum of three and a half hours on the field per day. That doesn't seem like a lot of time. It's not a lot of time. I mean, we've talked for years and years. One practice per day of up to two and a half hours. Yep. Second practice limited to walkthrough activities only. And essentially, that's nothing. That's a, li- mm-hmm. a literal walkthrough. Uh, let's see. Uh, what is this? OTAs? Let's see. Oh, yeah, the, the three phases of, of, of I think this is OTA. Yeah, off-season workout rules. Uh, nine weeks max. Uh, phase one, two weeks, strength training and conditioning, so you'd be doing that anyway. Dead ball period, only strength and conditioning coaches are allowed on the field. Phase two, three weeks long, individual and perfect play drills allowed. No offense versus defense. All coaches are allowed on the field. Phase three. So pretty much no practice. Yeah, four weeks. Four weeks in phase three. (laughs) Ten team team activities, maximum of three OTAs for the first two weeks. Three in two weeks in 14 days. Maximum of four OTAs the third or fourth week. And fines for violations, $100,000 for the first, $250,000 for the second, $250,000 for the first violation, and $500,000 for the second. I mean, this, I think, is why the league is so sloppy. Uh, and, and big-time leagues have, have been susceptible to this before when they become so big. You know, the NBA, it became so big, so popular. They sort of changed the way that they play the game, and, and the ratings have been really, really bad. I mean, I know a lot of people still watch. But but the, the the limitation. I'm not saying that they need to kill each other in practice. But if you have players that aren't performing well, if you have younger players and players that need to learn, this limitation on practice, they still don't care as much about the healthcare, and they still don't care as much about the long term health of their players. But they really don't work that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is this is leading. Is this the first year of the contract? Some sloppy. Play. I think that's leading to this this really sloppy play that we're mm-hmm. seeing around around the league. And and Steeler players have said we need to be more dedicated in practice. And I think that means like we don't have that much practice. Can you guys like at least come to play and practice during the three and a half hours that we get get to do this this week? Mm-hmm. So what say you, Franny? Anything? I agree with you, Ben. That's your bust, and I agree with you. Yeah, I more mean, practice. Can you imagine? Yeah, like, practice. Like Franny's like, okay, I, I'll come to work on Monday. I'm going to work three and a half hours with customers. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'll be in the back watching videos. And, and training videos, and I need to really hone my craft. Friday, yeah. I'll work three and a half hours with customers, and then I'm off Saturday, Sunday, and now I'll pay back Monday to work three and a half hours. Yeah, it sounds like a sounds like a deal. Yeah, and I'll, I'll work that. I'll work a full day on Sunday or Saturday, seventeen weeks a year. I'll work a full day. The rest of that, I'm not working. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a pretty I, I, good deal. I know. Not Can you imagine being Aaron Rodgers who gets to take time off whenever he wants anyway? Yeah, he doesn't need to practice. Or Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, he's perfect. Just he's the way he's perfect, perfect just the way he is. You're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> a lot of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers love. 
Well, it's hard me. not it's hard not to when they when, you know when they got nine wins. All right, Freddie, that's my bus. Sorry, it was so long. Uh, what's next about a big board? That long, Ben. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm really frustrated with this. No, I mean, I want I mean, players to be healthy. It's been true. I mean, but you, this you, is ridiculous. We've seen a lot of penalties. I mean, uh, what it was it last game? You know, the Cowboys had a, how? No, it was the the game before and turnovers where they had uh, a ton of penalties called against, which I don't mind when they're called yeah, against the Cowboys. Like, obviously, maybe but, the I mean, Cowboys just, alone should limit. Practice. That's just one example. Teams with four Super Bowls or more <laughs> yeah. only get to practice three hours a week. So the Eagles will be practicing all the time, all day. Because they only have one. <laughs> Washington people are like, what the fuck? We've been su- <laughs> we sucked since the 80s. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, it, there's been a lot of sloppy play. And I, I think the Seahawks are struggling <laughs> mightily because of that. Yeah, exactly. And Russell Wilson's got to be a better leader. But that's my bust in your flame. What's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we are shot. Ooh, our shallow week. The week it's a drinking. I'm so excited to not take the shot of the show, and uh, we'll have our shot. We have our brown of the week, and we also have our beer of the week. But first up, Ben, this is a literal punishment. It's shot. a punishment, punishment shot. shot. This is a punishment. I mean, you know, week after week, the Steelers were winning at least three games in a row there <laughs> at eleven <We're>, last year. <laughs> at eleven last year, we're getting spicy shot after spicy shot. You love those spicy shots, but when they lose, Ben, it's another sweet shot on the table. And tonight, we have. Is that fumble. strawberry syrup and milk? No, no. With, with <laughs> chocolate like syrup? It. it looks like it, but it's not. We have the fumble in the jungle, Ben. The fumble in the jungle. You fumbled the ball <laughs> yeah. in the jungle. We did. In Cincinnati. And we also dropped it. And dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> Intercepted. <laughs> but fumble in the jungle. Fumble in the it's jungle. It's always good with bedrocks. It just rolls right off ball. your tongue. Not off my tongue, <laughs> but it rolls off your tongue. And uh, it is concocted. With some white chocolate liqueur. It's a layered shot. So on the bottom, we have white chocolate liqueur. On top of that, we have sitting some Jägermeister. And on top of that, we have some dyed vodka. It's orange. And inside the glass, we have uh, some chocolate syrup. It was su- it's supposed to look like, you know, the... The, the stripes on the Bengals' helmet. It, it kind of looks like something they would give to ward off yeah. like the plague yeah. back in medieval times or whatever. It's a nice Whatever disease was it's going nice around. Shot. So, you know, it, it's supposed to, you know, sort of the look local like botanist. the Cincinnati Bengals colors, you know, which sort of I, I, I got that right. It's kind of like in brownish. Orange, right now. orange is tough. Orange is yeah, tough. Yeah, I mean, well, I, you know, the, the dye. And working with the food coloring. There's not just an orange. So, you know, there's a little bit of red, a little bit of yellow, a little bit of red, a little bit of yellow. I didn't know and food coloring was like LED lights. So like, you no, get red, like, you get blue, you get like, green. Yeah, I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah, there's blue, green, yellow, and red. Yeah. And then you got to mix them together. And, yeah, and, and, and create, you know, whatever color that is right there sitting on top. But, uh, Ben, cheers I'm sure to this you. will be very good. Let's I'm give sure it a, this will be let's very give good. Let's give this shot a shot. Do you think it's going to go down in one gulp? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, the white chocolate liqueur is not that thick. Yeah. And what's the is that, oh. that in the middle? It's the Jägermeister. Uh. Yeah. It's kind of mixed in with uh, that vodka, but this might be sweet and terrible. Yeah, probably. I'm sure <laughs> it will be. Not be. as good as last week's shot that I gave an eleven. Yeah, that was yeah. that was actually a good shot. For a sweet one, that shot. was really good. This yeah. one is more like this is deserving. You, you love it of you'll the Steelers' it. performance. Yeah, you love it. Okay, you, you love it. You love it. You I love promise. it. You sound like you sound like. So like, trust me, trust me, trust me. You like it, hey, Aaron Rodgers. Trust, trust me. You, you just get open. I'll throw it to you. Cheers. All right, let's do it. Ah, that's good. Ah, I liked it. 
It's milky. It's licorice. It's good. It's sweet. There's almost a little bit of a like a cherry or like a raspberry right. or something. Kind of tastes like that in there for some reason. Like I mean, because it's so thick, I can still taste all the flavors in my mouth, even though I've swallowed it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, if I were diabetic or pre-diabetic, <laughs> which I am, uh, I think everybody is nowadays. I I wouldn't recommend uh, a full night of these unless you were in Vegas for your like one Vegas trip a year, or unless you take multiple Vegas trips a year. In which case, good for you. I'm jealous. Um, this this. The flavors really, I can't believe I'm saying this. They really complemented the each other well. The, the flavors yeah. really complement each other. Yeah, I mean, you get you get a little bit I'm of- I'm shocked at how good that was. No, you get a little bit of kick from the vodka, and then it kind of follows with that, um, you know, well, everybody knows how Jägermeister tastes. It's, it's um, we have like 41 herbs or 45 herbs or whatever, so you get that herbal sort of liqueur yeah, in the like middle. A, it's like the Kentucky Fried Chicken of- and then, of, of of, uh, and aperitifs. then you get that that sweetness from the white chocolate and that thickness from the white chocolate liqueur. So you get the punch, you get a little bit of that herbalness, and then you get that sweet finish from the white chocolate liqueur. And actually, like you said, all of the flavors together actually do complement one another. And it's like, uh, uh, it's, and they it's, bounce off each other really nicely. Yeah, it's it's uh. It's 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 like multiple shots in one. I mean, it's like one follows the other, follows the other. It like doesn't mix together. You kind of get one and then the other and then the other. But that that finish with a little bit of chocolate at the end, that was pretty. And good. a little bit of zing, a little bit of zing, and whatever something in there, sort of a little. I mean, took the edge off the Jaeger a little bit. Well, there, was, there wasn't there that wasn't that much. much, but even the even the amount you that could there taste was, it. You could taste the Jaeger. You in the could middle. always taste the Jaeger. But it was like vodka Jaeger sweetness, and it was just. Uh, it was. It was. But it almost changed the like flavor. A, it's like a journey. Yeah, that I shot mean, it was, was a, really good. I mean, that it was, was a journey. Really uh, and, it, and it definitely took the whatever it was that took the edge off the, yeah, the licorice it, flavor yeah. just a little bit. Something that. But it wasn't. It wasn't overly sweet either. You know, even even with as bit. much um, chocolate liqueur, a white chocolate liqueur in there, it wasn't overly sweet. Even with the chocolate syrup in there added, you know, I mean, obviously some of it diluted in there. Uh, some of it still stuck. To, some there. of it still stuck to the glass. But yeah, it was it was that was good. It was not, not the best shot that we've had, but it was good. It was up there. Yeah, I mean it's a. I mean we've, I, done, we've and, done 140, 50, 45. I don't know what week we started doing. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, we've, I think, we've had I think quite it was like Andy Reid's like uh, the other one, or no, it was they didn't win the Super Bowl in two thousand eighteen, but when they got to the playoffs, I think we like did our it was like the shot before the Andy Reid shot. I think was like our first one. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Somewhere um, on there. <clears throat> Well, we've probably done 145, yeah. 147 yeah. of these. And the last, uh, I don't know how many I've done recently without even Googling anything. These are just, you know, once once the Steelers lose, I'm like, I know which punishment I'm going to put together. The Ravens? We'll see. Yeah, I figured it would be like Irish it's whiskey. Black and purple. Irish whiskey, vodka, and... Uh... <laughs> hey, the Irish whiskey, I mean, the, 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 the Irish cream is... Pretty good. Man. Oh, the Irish cream it actually, is good. it gives a nice kick. Yeah. It gives a nice I like kick Irish cream. and creaminess, especially uh, in the holiday time. season. Yeah, you got to have a little Bailey's in yeah. the holiday. Maybe season. Maybe a little bit of eggnog. Oh, <laughs> an eggnog shot. Come on, Steelers, you yeah. can do yeah. it. You can do it. A little bit of nog. <laughs> Next week it'll be pickle flavor, straight Cholula, tahine, and uh, 
Yeah, I signed up for an Some eggnog. Taco Bell uh, fire sauce packet. I inside. signed up for an eggnog drinking contest at work. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm, have you ever drank eggnog? Yeah, I know it's pretty disgusting. No, it's but not I'd, bad tasting. But if you drink too much of it, you will get the shits like you've. Never yeah. Had. Well, I mean, I had that pumpkin pie eating uh, contest uh, a few weeks back, and yeah, but at least that's good. It's you're not, not crazy about pumpkin. Not pie. when you eat two thirds of the pie. Uh, yeah, but at least you don't like. I lost. Shit out your own t- intestine. I didn't, but the winner did. The winner did. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, I talked to him after. I, I, after, I mean, he, he was gagging and everything, and he's like, "Dude, like, I was just, I had the worst runs after the pumpkin pie eating contest." He's yeah, like, that he, was the eggnog worst. does that to me. If I drink too yeah. much, it, I, it starts to um, get those pains in your stomach. Yeah, and then, bam, go bam. to the bathroom. Yeah, it's so pretty, when, when's the contest? Pretty difficult. Uh, you know, when you're working with a patient, it's like walk away, be like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> I'll be right I back gotta, when I. Uh, I gotta take a dumpster. Yeah, just don't shake my hand when you get. Back. Yeah. That's my advice. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll wash, but I can't. There's no guarantees. Yeah, I don't know if all of it's going to come off. <laughs> there's no, yeah. no guarantees. Uh-huh. I'll get it all. But what is the? What is the? Uh, I'm not sure uh, what it is, but I, I signed up. Nobody wait, else. How much do you need to drink to win uh, in past to, years? Uh, well, you have to finish it. Yeah, whoever finishes it first. How? But how much eggnog? Please tell me uh, it's more. No more than a quart. I hope. I, it's, I think it's a quart. Yeah, I, a I'm quart sure. will make yeah, a shit. Yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, I used yeah. to drink a quart a day. Shit my brains out because I loved it so much. Back in like late '80s, you know, in my grocery store. Oh, but I'm the only one that, that actually responded to the email, so I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Yeah, but you're you're like that you're like that employee. Like we need people to help with the fun drive, and you're like, I'll volunteer. <laughs> like like you're like you're like you're like the boss is always like I know I'm always waiting for like whenever they send something out. Like we need volunteers for the holiday committee. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do that. And then when somebody responds, I'm like, points for you because <laughs> you need someone to volunteer for these things. I'm down. How many, a challenge. how many people did it last year? Well, for the pumpkin pie, I think it was like six of us. Yeah. So it wasn't that many of what us. What was the prize though? Hundred dollar no, gift no, card? Pride. No, no gift? No gift. No. It's Do you just, guys don't you know guys? There's don't a like, lot of pride that goes around. It, all right. There's a, there's a, <laughs> pride is like contagious. I, I mean at your at your, at your mean, place the, of the, like just like pride just the, walking around like the guy that won people just have like an aura around. I mean, them. The guy that won, I mean I still call him champ. <laughs> you know? <laughs> At least like a jersey. The pumpkin pie eating concert. Like, you know, you're the man, champ. Imagine That's it. actually impressive. I mean, I'm impressed that you guys have it. I mean, it'd be nice if they could give you like uh, like a gift. Do you guys don't raise money like during the year for like holiday giveaways and stuff like that? No, we're, we're not for profit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean separate separate yeah. from your. Yeah, no. Because they're always selling like at my They're always selling like dim sum or like portos or something to raise money for the no. holiday get togethers. No, just pride. Pride's on the line, Ben. All right. That's all it takes. Well, you put a whole bunch of guys together, pride is on the line. I mean, that's why people play in the NFL. Your ego. It's just for pride. It's ego. <laughs> it's ego, ego driven. <laughs> how long? I wonder how long it would take me to drink a quart of eggnog. I don't know. I'm pretty good at drinking. Dr- eating, yeah. eating, not so much, but drinking. Oh man! You can do. You can open up the back of your throat. Yeah, yeah. You know me. That <laughs> well, nut. <laughs> that nut on the back of my throat that I mentioned. On that. What was that? What was that? Uh. Was it a Scott? Was it a? I can't remember. Was it a bourbon or it a rye? Like, yeah. It was a rye, something it was like that. Something like that. Yeah, something nutted on the back of my throat. Open it, <laughs> open it right up. Yep. Like, wow. As I have had, I have had friends that were able. To, I was never. I mean, I can't drink. Like I can't pound a beer. Like yeah, I get some huevos down so, my <laughs> my throat. <laughs> well, I wish you all the luck in the world. I can't do I'll it. I'll probably the only one. Like I'll I'll watch guys. I'll finish this on my own. And no, somebody will, will sign in up. the bathroom. Somebody will sign up. Yeah, I've always been jealous. Like, I mean, I have this one friend. Uh, his name was Dan. I mean, he he could take a bottle of beer and literally drink it in six seconds. Yeah, because everybody at work always makes fun of me. Like, we never see you eat anything. 
Like, and I don't because uh, you're going home to your to, why, your, look, to your parents I, for like the free food. Uh, it's right down the street. Why not? You know, I mean, like, fuck. Pride. Yeah, <laughs> pride. That's why. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll eat. And but I, even when there's like sna- donuts or this and that, like I never snack on that stuff. Like I never do that. Like if there's chips or anything, Ooh, like I never. Not even do. if there's some nice glazed in there. No, I know. Really, I'm not, I'm not a big donut fan. I'm not a huge fan of man glazed donut. No. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, I know. Even Krispy Kreme, that nasty one. Uh, even I'll even Krispy eat Kreme's those. Shit. Yeah, Krispy Kreme yeah. is not definitely not my favorite of all the donuts available uh, in Los Angeles. I like the independent shops. Yeah, little little, little mom and pop shops. Yeah, man, those a really good fried glazed donut. Man, they are so good. I mean, we rarely have them in our office because you know we're teleworking, so we have limited staff in the office any given day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the old days, I used to order donuts like once a month for for folks. Whew. I do like the donuts. And I have three pounds of Halloween candy in my office, and I have a two-pound bag of Skittles in my office. So, yeah, that, that explains yeah. that explains the pre-diabetes. Yeah. yeah, plus the shots, you know, the sweet shots on yeah. the table. Yeah, that's why Sundays I'm normally like... Those can't win. I'm like, <laughs> a, where's that Pedialyte? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Friday. That uh, so was an amazing... The, the, oh, where are you going to yeah. rank this shot? I would say that that's an eight. It's an eight. I'm going to give it a nine. Mmm... Because of the complexity of it and because of how the flavors just, it was almost like. It just gelled. It was like emerald. It was like, uh, it was like Bobby Flay. It's just, the flavors just complemented each other. It's almost like a, a plate from Robert Irvine where you just, you, you cut all the way down through it mm-hmm. and you get all the flavors at once and they just bounce in your mouth. That's how, that's how good that yeah, job was. Wow. wow. I agree. Bounce in your it mouth. It was good. Bounce in your mouth. Uh-huh. We couldn't name it that, but that would be. Very strange. Uh, I, th- I think fumble in the fumble jungle. In the jumble for fun- fumble fumble in, the in the jungle. All right, Friday. That's a shot of the week. What's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. We have our beverage of the week. Ooh, I'm looking forward to this. From almost your hometown. It is. From the Hudson Valley. And beautiful upstate, upstate New, New York. Taconic Distillery, Ben. It's the double barrel maple bourbon. And uh, I. I think you mentioned that they only brew this or uh, distill this, uh, what, one time a year during, yeah. the, during the holidays. Yep. So, you it's, know, it's 20 miles from where I grew up. Maple. You said maple is uh, maple syrup. Maple is, syrup. We're a huge producer of yeah, maple syrup it's not in New all, York. Not only Canada. It's not all Vermont. Or Canada. Yeah, that Canadian maple syrup is overrated. <laughs> get the Vermont. Get the New York maple syrup. Get the New York. Yeah, we used to. my mother used to drive three and a half hours to where, hey, ma. To where my grandmother hey, ma, was. Give me that maple syrup yeah. over there. In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, New York. We used to drive three and a half hours to get the the homemade maple syrup. I went out with my grandfather when I was a small lad, and we would tap the trees. That's a lad. And we'd go back and we'd pick the maple syrup. And you'd put a little, you know, stain or not even stainless steel, like a uh, actually it was more like a just aluminum or stainless steel bucket <laughs> underneath it. I can't remember what it's made out of, but I don't think lead. It was, I it was a heavy think, lead bucket. I don't think it was aluminum or stainless steel. I think it was just straight up I steel. Think the, the lead. Uh, lead bucket, and we would be, we would we would drain the sap from the tree and bring it mm-hmm. to a friend of my my grandparents, and they would make the syrup. Oh my god, so good, so good, so pre diabetes. Now it's all sort of coming together now. Uh, but we got a special song for this one, Friday. All right. Because <laughs> we at least got something from New York here. Not our first time. Not our first time. We had the Hudson. Uh, oh Hudson yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this distillery's tasting room is located in the heart of Dutchess County and is open Saturdays from noon to 6 and Sundays from noon to 5. This is Taconic's Double Barrel 
bourbon maple whiskey. It comes from filling used bourbons in beautiful Dutchess County with maple syrup, aging the syrup, then emptying the barrels, then bottling the syrup and refilling those same maple syrup lace barrels with the fine bourbon whiskey. After a few months in the barrels, soaking up the maple sweetness, Taconic has a new batch of double barrel bourbon maple whiskey. This last year's batch is number five, and it's quite different than the previous batches as it is bottled and mature 115 proof. That might be last year's, I'm not sure. Yeah, not sure. Uh, the bottle logo, that explains uh, that explains a little bit. Uh, the bottle logo features their traditional American foxhound. Hunting imagery often appears on American whiskey, and it turns out this is the perfect symbol for a bottle of bourbon for other reasons, too. During the imprudent times in Prohibition, the American foxhound and its prominent howl were fundamental in the making of moonshine. The bootleggers would use hounds as lookouts trained to howl when strangers approached. This gave bootleggers time to run off before getting caught. Oh, sounds like an episode of uh, whatever that is on A&E, the Moonshiners. Uh, the bourbon is a dark, rich, amber honey color that stubbornly clings to the glass. The whiskey fragrance danced up anyone's nostrils or will dance in your nostrils, leaving hints of oak and a beautiful maple aroma. Uh, on the palate, the flavor will remind you of an infused maple cookie swirled with an earthy sweetness combined with a distinct sweet, buttery core, all of which balances uh, nicely That music is getting really loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's some really loud music right there. <laughs> a distinct, buttery core, all Feels of like which... like the New Year right now already. <laughs> I can see the ball dropping right now. They should play this every year. This should be the New Year New Year's Eve song. This is the New Year's Eve song. Is After it? the New Year's. Oh, the one yeah, in New York. Because I always hear you singing, New York, well, New York. Of course. It's the best state, best country, or best city <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> New York is the best country ever. <laughs> it broke away. I don't know if everybody heard recently. <laughs> Breaking. Yeah, it was tough. In the newsroom. It was tough. New York has broken away from the union. <laughs> They're their own country now. Well, you know, it deserves it. Uh, but the finish is inviting and warm with a long and buttery softness with hints of old oak dryness. Uh, you'll be impressed with this 115-proof version of the double-barrel bourbon maple whiskey. As much as you'll enjoy the previous version at a lower proof, this one outperforms it by far. It's a distinctive bourbon whiskey, experienced chuck full of complex flavors and a mature proof. Please do not let the maple scare you away. This is a delightfully complex spirit and just the right proof to sip neat. New York! Okay. I mean, hey, come on. Hey, if, if you've never been. You're a proud New Yorker, Ben. If you've ever been to the Hudson Valley in Dutchess County around that area, it's been depressed ever since IBM left that, you know, 35 well, they, years they've ago. Been, they've been depressed since you left. <laughs> so, you know, knowing that there's this many sort of really good bourbons and whiskeys that are that are finding mm-hmm. their way to the shelves fr- from that particular area, I, mm-hmm. I am I'm impressed and I'm heartened that, you know, maybe there'll be a resurgence of that particular area because it was really hit hard. In the past, much like Detroit was hit with GM and and the car companies. I mean, my area was was hit when IBM was a it was a huge employer, and they, you know, pulled up stakes, left their tents, and bugged out of upstate New York, and mm-hmm. it's left a little bit of a depressing situation in its wake. Friday, do we have the one hundred fifteen proof bottle, or do we have the, or do we not have that? This one, one ninety proof, ninety, 90 proof. proof. So this might be last year's. Yeah, but I'm sure that the uh, possibly I'm the, not sure. the description. It's yeah, very, very similar. Very. Or, or maybe the 115 proof is last year's and this is next year's. Maybe. 
Let's, Since yeah. the website doesn't actually have a description of their actual product on it, I had to yeah, find a review. That's because IBM left. <laughs> no, there's nobody left to there's uh, update no website the website. Designers. Yeah. There's no All right, website designers from California. There's a job for you in upstate New York in Dutchess County. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the bottle itself is, you know, it's, it's a beautiful bottle. I mean, is the foxhound on the bottle? There's a foxhound right there. Yeah, see? You see? We yeah, know. see? Yeah, New York knows. We know. Yeah, let's give us a sniff, Ben. Let's see how this thing. Let's give it a sniff. Ronnie hated that song. <laughs> what? No, I like that song. It's a good song. Not a big fan of Pink Sinatra, but that's a good song. Yeah, I mean, I just, all the Yankee games they played at the end. As soon as the, as soon as the last out of the ninth inning or the 15th inning, as the case may be, but at the end of the game, they play it. Actually, smells really nice. It's really sweet. Oh, it's sweet, but it's also buttery. Mapley, of course. Little maple, little cinnamon, little. There, there's a nice bit of cinnamon in there. A little bit of a rye edge. There is actually too. Yeah, you're getting good at this, Ben. <laughs> first, nice, first week I was like, there's a nice spiciness. First though. week it was like, smells like bourbon. <laughs> more, yeah, more bourbon. More bourbon. Huh. It's a sweet bourbon, or it's a not a sweet bourbon. Yeah, my palate. Like my palate was not as developed. Cinnamony biscuit. A little bit of uh, woodiness. I'm not getting the oak as much as I am. Maybe like. Yeah, I mean the some, woodiness. Some other kind of wood. Yeah. But it smells nice. It's not a very strong no, scent, though. But it's no. got a nice, deep, is, rich. You know, Ninety proof. You'd expect it to kind of punch in the back of the nostrils a little bit, but no, no. But it's deep and rich, though. I mean, it's it got is. a really nice nose. Yeah, the color. I mean, nice of course, too. it's from Dutch. The color is, you know, maple in color. Yeah, but they didn't bad. overdo the maple on the nose, which I like. Yeah, I know. Just enough there. And it's cold out here. It's uh, allegedly 52, but that means it's probably like 48. I, well, I got 48 on my watch right here, so 48. Yeah, wow, Ben, look at you. Well, see, I, I mean, I know the temperature here. Oh, it's, it's, either, at... it's always Well, the temperature on the computer, it's always a little it, bit in higher. the summer, it's usually 6 degrees too cool. low, mm-hmm. and in the winter, it's usually about 4 degrees too warm. Cheers to you, Ben. Cheers. One more clink. clink. It's the holidays. Can't clink enough. <laughs> Break those glasses. Oh, maybe we should start doing the Ted Lasso. Here, let's go. Wait, wait, wait. What? What? How does they, it? They, they hit the table. Mm-hmm. Bam. There you go. <laughs> oh, we watched the last two episodes. Oh, we'll talk about that after yeah, the show. We'll yeah. talk about that yeah. after the show. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everybody out there, watch Ted Lasso on Apple. Yeah. To all the other freaking networks you out know, there. Pay- Pay four ninety nine, get yourself some Apple TV, and watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, for it's all, fucking, yeah, it's worth it. For all the other networks out there, fucking happy endings are not the worst thing in the world. You know, was, not everything has I to. Was, I want to say it's happy, yeah. but it, it definitely it's a nice lead into next season. Yeah, it's a nice lead in, but he's useless. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, uh, the one part that wasn't happy, the rest of it was really happy. Yeah. Or or unknown. I get a nice mapley flavor. I get a nice, nice burn, like a nice little rye but burn. But rye burn. I mean, it's actually, I wonder, yeah, like, um, I don't know what the mash bill is. Yeah. I bet you it's higher in the rye. But it's a nice spiciness that you get on the back of the throat. You don't get as much cinnamon nice in On the back, on the front, you get some cinnamon Some serious cinnamon. And, and, and that uh, nice sweetness, that nice sort of deep sweetness on the front yeah, of the palate. Nice, nice maple. Not overly done with the maple. And it's not overly sweet either. You know, for something that, that is aged in, you know. How much was it? Oh, it was on sale. I don't even know. It was around maybe $40, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. This is, this, if you, if, if you're like one of those whistle pig people, buy this instead. 
Yeah. For for a third of the price, smooth too. You know, it is someone very that smooth because Whispeg they don't make their whiskey right. They buy the bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot of people. But a, a, company, <laughs> a lot of the stories do. But they buy their bourbon and they and they mix. This is as good as a whistle any Whistlepig I've had for a third of the price. Yeah. No. This is it's it's. I mean, it's it's impressive how smooth it is and how easily it goes down. That little bit of rye burn on the back with a little bit of uh, cinnamon notes, just a little bit. But on the front, you really get that with that maple. On the front, middle, not so much. I mean, it's kind of soft through the middle, um, but it's an easy drinker. I mean, this is something you can definitely enjoy long periods of time. It's almost like uh, I want to say it's like almost like a, like a scotch, like that smooth. But it's like there's it's there's enough complexity. I wouldn't there. say it's a scotch. I mean, no, it's still a fucking bourbon, of course. There's but, enough, there's but, enough I, but it, you know, but it, there's enough complexity there. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a really no, it's a really enjoyable sipper. It really is. This yeah. is a good one, and and it doesn't have um. There's good legs. Mm-hmm. On the glass, but it's not as sweet as you expect, and as rich as I expected, given the description. It's mm-hmm. a, I was I was actually a little leery of it being too sweet, too mm-hmm. rich, too much maple. Uh, but w- but with the cinnamon, the oak, almost like a buttery, like a buttery cookie. I think you mentioned like a buttery cookie yeah. sort of biscuit flavor yeah. with a nice rye punch, like pastryness. That's fucking good. Mm-hmm. That's fucking good. That's fucking good. <laughs> Conor McGregor says it's good. No, it's it's definitely a good, um, you know, sippable bourbon, forty five percent alcohol, and uh, wow, wow I, for I didn't the price that because it wasn't really. I don't think there was any sort of rating on the shelf at Total Wine. I just kind of well, picked it up. Well, they're kind of snobby. They're not going to. You know, they're going to rate an upstate New York. Yeah, no. Bourbon. Who wants to rate that? Yeah, it's not. It's not from Scotland. It's, it's not. not from... It's not eighteen feet of whistle pig. Like, <laughs> what, what do you think is? What, what, I got to buy some. Uh, I gotta buy. A, I want to buy a rye for my for my for my good friend for his for his for his birthday. What do you think? Oh, I have the, what about this, this most expensive pig? rye what about that this we have on the shelf? One hundred thirty dollar bottle of rye <laughs> that we have eight feet of up here on the shelf. This is really good. I'm not worried about inventory at all. <laughs> I'm not worried about our inventory at all. I, I don't want to sell this. And I'm like, okay, whatever. that sounds good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. But I, that's, yeah. what, that's why I go to the Northridge Total Wine now, and not the. Woodland Hills, yeah, yeah. The, North, the Northridge one is is. Uh, I mean, a lot of the people in there are, are so nice and so friendly, so willing to help. I, I I know the layout of the store a little bit better than them, though, which is kind of sad because I go there every single weekend. And every time I walk in, and I'm always lost, and I'm like, I always end up like way over in the wine section. I'm like, oh, fuck, where's the bourbons again? Yeah, and I end up walking all the way back on the other side. I know where they are. Actually, I actually go through the same routine every time. I go over the. I'm like, fuck, how did I end up in the wine section? I'm like, oh. Let me try to find that Croatian wine as a side. Yeah, the Woodland Hills one. Then I look around for Croatian wine. The I don't Woodland find Hills it, one. And then I go over there. The Woodland Hills one doesn't have a good layout. The Northridge one has a nice layout. The Thousand Oaks one. Woodland Hills one is huge. Thousand Oaks one also mm, not the greatest. Eh, I don't go to Thousand. I'm from the other side of the river. Yeah. I don't go to. Th- I'm not going to Thousand Oaks. I'm not going to Calabasas. <laughs> I'm not going to Newberry Park like you are. I'm, I'm sticking over. I'm sticking. Newberry to, Park's not that I'm, nice. But I'm sticking to my side of the river yeah. over here. My side of the tracks. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I like when I was at uh, the Beverly Hills Total Wine, it was uh, I didn't uh, the layout was a little pedestrian, if you ask me. And uh, mm, so the, the knowledge. Uh, uh, where do you have the bourbons? It was a very perfunctory knowledge <laughs> uh, by the the staff, if you ask me. It was very, uh, very low brow. <laughs> so I went to the Pacific Palisades Total Wine, and then there I found a little bit more culture. I would like a highfalutin bourbon. (laughs) What's the most expensive? Oh, do you have the Pettywinkle? Oh, no. Rip Van Winkle. No. 
What's that? What's that? What actually? What is that one? That's like crazy I, expensive. I think it, it is the repenting. Is it repenting? Yeah. yeah. For some reason, but anyways, uh, we're trying this though, Ben. I mean, it is it is uh, it's it's a good bourbon, you know, different from other bourbons because it has a little added sweetness, cinnamoniness, and uh, also a nice little bit of rye burn on the back of the throat. <sighs> for a bourbon, I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah, I'd give it an eight. <laughs> Dude, I mean eight. Is, I mean no, this is. I mean that's based off of all the beverages that we've had. I mean it's still up there. But for a bourbon, this is pretty good. I'm just rating it off of everything we try. I'm not, you know, I'm not just bourbon, but scotches, cognacs, you know. You better bring, you better bring me with you when you go visit my hometown. Uh, one they'll, day. They'll remember you. They'll remember day. you. You're the one that gave it a fucking eight. It was better rating that they have on the shelf at Total Wine, which is no rating at all. But it was, I think it's better than Hudson. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, this is like not their regular bourbon. This is their, you know, seasonal bourbon. So seasonal bourbon. It is. I mean, seasonal. It is. It is. Uh, it is. I swear. I promise. Wait, what is that? Oh, that's from uh, South Mickey Park. Mouse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, South Park. Come on, man. Come back. Come back to me. <laughs> they have a new special, but it's on Paramount Plus only. Stupid. And I, I really could use some. I mean, some South Park to get me through this, <laughs> particularly, uh, less uh, this tense time that we're living in. Yeah, so nine for you, Ben, and eight for myself. Will this be your post-production? Yeah, I'm going to drink a little bit of this. Yeah. And I mean, 90 okay. proof is not too bad. It's not too sweet. I was afraid it might be a little yeah. too sweet. Yeah, I was kind of worried about that. Uh, for but you. it's not, Not actually. for myself, because I like the cognacs, you know. They have a little bit of sweetness to it, but this one's not overly yeah, sweet. Yeah, and typically you dip a little rock candy in there. A little there. bit, a little bit, yeah. Like you just sort of like yes. wrap, you have like a rock candy I, garnish Yeah, with a, yeah, with tried, a maraschino dried, cherry. Dried vanilla. <laughs> dried vanilla and <laughs> rock candy. Do you, do, you, do you guys do rock candy out here? I know. I don't, do you know probably. what rock candy is? Yeah, I know what rock candy is. I know what rock candy is. Come on. That shit. Come on. I've never, I just never seen it out here, so I don't. Yeah, I don't it's even, not very popular. There's a reason for that. Because it's solid. <laughs> yeah, solid crystalline sugar. sugar. Yeah. So an eight for myself, a nine for Ben. And next up, yes. What's next up on the big board? We have our beer of the Finally. week. from Bell's Brewery. Lager of the Lakes. In Kalamazoo, it's Michigan. Bohemian Pilsner. And who was born? Derek. Derek. Sanderson. <laughs> Jeter. Wow, you know his middle name, too? Of course. Oh, my God. He's the best What's athlete of my type? lifetime. Do you know his blood type? Pro- knowing him, he's probably a universal donor. He's probably O-positive. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, well, let's, let's look it up. You should the probably Mike, Google that. Michael Jordan probably, of baseball. You should probably Google that right now. But uh, we'll try this after the break. I'm just going to go ahead and pour this into a glass, and we'll give it a shot. All right. We'll be right back with the beer of the week. All right. And we are back with our beer of the week from Bell's Brewery. Ben, I'm sure you have some information for us. From the beautiful state of Michigan. This is the Lager of the Lakes. As Friday said, a Bohemian style Pilsner from Michigan. If that makes sense to you, it makes sense to me. Uh, following the tradition of Czech Pilsners by offering a combination of fur malt, low Uber prices, and herbal <laughs> hop bitterness. Sorry, that's from our trip to Prague. <laughs> yeah, but not, not, not low taxi prices. <laughs> no, not low taxi prices. $2 for an Uber, $60 for a taxi. <laughs> Bell's Lager of the Lakes is as refreshing and crisp as a swim in the Great Lakes. 
The ABV is 5%. Right. The original gravity is 1.048, taking it out three decimal points. The shelf life is three months, which means Franny got it early and at the right time. The tasting notes are bitter, bitter crisp, herbal. Uh, it's 153 calories. And Michigan cares about calories. It's 12.4 carbs. Oh, I'm not drinking that. Uh, yeah, I like the, the Pilsner glass. You don't get these that on the West nice. Coast. Very rare nice. do you get a beer in a Pilsner glass mm-hmm. on the West Coast. On the East Coast, it's far more common common to get the beer that's appropriate or the glass that's appropriate for the drink. The style. They sort of know, the bartenders know which glass to serve it in. Out here, I think you get essentially everything in a pint glass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a really nice looking website. It's a nice, it's nice looking, looking can. can. I mean, it's a Fancy beautiful can. can. And it's got a map of the Great Lakes. Yeah. I mean, there were wars on the Great Lakes. There were battles that were fought in large ships on the Great Lakes, which I had no idea until about a year ago, which is pretty pathetic. Well, the Great Lakes are, are pretty great, man. They are. They <laughs> are. I just I didn't know they actually fought battles on lakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lake battles. <laughs> lake <laughs> battles. <laughs> but well, a pretty large part of history. There's a lot of history that were uh-huh. that I didn't learn in uh in school. Yeah, the Great Battle of the Lakes. The battles of, of the Great Lakes in Michigan. Between uh, the French Canadians and uh, the English. Was it? No. I don't. I have, I have no, no idea. idea. Probably. But it is. I mean, if you live in Detroit, like I have a buddy who lives in Detroit, and he was like, you know, you never heard about the uh, battles. Oui, oui, let's fight on this lake. The battle on Lake, on lake Superior. I was like. Let's go after the Redcoats. <laughs> I was like, a battle on Lake Superior. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they fought. He's like, yes. They, and they just gave me a book. And I was like, I had no idea. Oh. <laughs> well, when the ships move at like three knots, you uh, can fight a battle pretty much anywhere. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah, that, you just get from one side of the lake to the other in the bat. You know, they're not that small, Ben. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> that, they're not that. But they're great. But they're not. You know, no, they're, they're not called Great Lakes for nothing. <laughs> well, that's true. That's they're true. not called the not so Great Lakes. <laughs> the not so. The, the, welcome to Lake Taconic, upstate New York. <laughs> The not so great lake, <laughs> not as great as the Great Lakes, not as great as Lake Superior or Lake Erie, or you know the the one that has all the filth in it. <laughs> uh, but Friday, what inspired you to purchase this particular beer? Uh, you know, I think we had an IPA a couple weeks back, and we had the um, that sour last week, and we haven't had you know a pilsner or something light and crisp um, more recently on the podcast. So I figured, you know what, why not just pick this one up? There's also no ratings on the shelf at uh, Total Wine. Risky. But you know we're we're big fans of Pilsner's Ben. We are, yeah, especially when it's like freezing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is the perfect the weather. Perfect it doesn't matter. Pilsner. It doesn't matter the season or the weather. We'll try anything. <laughs> that's true. It, that's well, true. It, it, except for something really heavy in the summer because it gets really fucking hot over yeah. here. But this is something that you know we, we could drink just as easily in the winter time. Obviously, not perfect, not I'm ideal just I'm just for the winter months. But I want to try something light and crisp. And I just want to also see, because uh, in the past we've tried um, uh, pilsners from American breweries, and they they didn't didn't really, quite hit the they mark. didn't match what we've had in Europe, of course. And I mean, well, you can buy those beers here too, but I'm just saying, like, they just don't match that same sort of flavor and crispness that you get from pilsners. For some reason, there's that crispness yeah, that's missing for sure. And so I want to see if this one can do it. And Franny's right. The can is beautiful. The label is beautiful. The website is beautiful. Uh, can't wait to try it. Yeah. Let's give Cheers, it a... Ben. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, I don't want to spill it. Cheers. Yeah, I don't know how many takes they have to do on the show to actually get that to work every time. Hmm. It's, it's malty. 
<laughs> ben, Ben just went straight for the sip. <laughs> little bit of a little bit of malt, little bit of dryness. Dryness. I was gonna say there's actually quite a bit of dryness that you can get on the nose. A little, I get a little wheat. Uh, that's a, mm-hmm. Not, but not like a half wheat. Just, yeah, no, just no, a, no. D- just a light wheat. Yeah, a little bit. The nose is subdued. Very subdued. I also get a little bit of freshness on the nose. Like it, it smells fresh. Yeah, it doesn't smell. Let's give it a shot. Like it's been sitting yeah, on the shelf tastes. older than three months. Sorry. Cheers. Even though you. I opened up a can of Pabst Blue Ribbon that my father had in the refrigerator in the seventies, and I opened it in the nineteen eighties, <laughs> and it tasted fine. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. All right, let's give it a taste. Pabst doesn't age. <laughs> Pabst doesn't. That's that's their that's their uh, <laughs> that's their slogan. With Pabst the, does not age. With the with the pull <laughs> with the pull tap. Yeah. Did you, you ever see those? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember like the the treetop apple juice used to have. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I'd never drink a beer with that yeah. because I was too young, but I remember that. But yeah, I mean, that was that easy was, to cut I, yourself on that. Yeah, shit. I yeah. Mean, we, we actually we pulled open a few cans. We played some lawn darts, and yeah. <laughs> we were good to go. Cheers, Ben. Oh, very nice, actually. It's light. It's crisp. That actually is pretty damn good. It, it's an easy drinker. It is very reminiscent of what we've had. Yes. This, this is a, I'm tired from this walking is, for three hours. This is a Pilsner. Up, See, this is a Pilsner. Up to the up to the castle because my wife and friend are too fucking cheap to, to find some way to drive us up there. So I've walked So I've walked all the way up to this freaking castle. That's good, though. It actually does taste like a Czech Pilsner. I mean, it's really, and the head is like perfect. It's not too yeah, much, not too little. But there's a nice, there's that, that carbonation is really tight. On the back of the throat, you get a nice little pinch from the carbonation. Um, just a, a little, little, little dry bit of, bitterness on the, yeah, on the finish, say, which is a, really nice. A little bit of that hoppy bitterness on the back, but not overly. And, you know, you get a, you get dryness on the nose, but on the finish, not as much as I'd expect. But it's got a nice finish in the mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 right, that, didn't what, come, that didn't come out right. That's what that she said, didn't come man. Out right, uh, but it doesn't. It has a nice. So, it has, yeah, tasting. Like that, the, that's why they use the word palate. I yeah, guess. yeah. It has a nice finish on the palate, uh, but it it, it it it's not. It's a little pinch of dryness uh, with a nice noise, understated bitterness, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really leave you too dry. Yeah, and it doesn't have the aftertaste that you get sometimes from these American pilsners. Yeah, and the, and the bitterness, like you said, it, it it leaves you quickly, and it keeps you, it keeps you coming back for more. Oh yeah, because it's, beer. it's refreshing, at the same time a little dry, and then it tricks you into drinking more. Yeah, so it's like the perfect stuff. It's it like, tricks you, especially yeah, in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're like this is dry. My throat's dry. Let me drink more of this beer that just made my yeah. throat dry. But you keep on coming back for more. But it's like a nice. Solid flavor all throughout. I mean, the mouthfeel is it's there's there's just a slight bit of um, I don't know if it's like a like a creaminess, like a little bit of a thickness to it too. But it's like also crisp at the same time and refreshing. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I don't get it. It's it's. it's I mean, it's a the perfect Michigan beer. I mean, you drink it, you look at your buddy. Mm-hmm. Want any more? You're like, are we still in Michigan? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's drink some more. I'm sure. On all of the uh, Great Lake battles, they drank this stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're paddling across a lake. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That no, because was... they had the, uh, they would pull the are rose. They, are, uh! they, are they Vikings? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you almost have to be. I mean, I would guess they have sails. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's Back no then? wind? What if there's no wind? Uh, you blow. <laughs> you you got to. Everybody. <laughs> you gotta... Face the sails. I mean, can you imagine how and brutal? Blow. 
Can you imagine how brutal that would be? Like, I'm sure there's always a little bit of breeziness, well, a little you, bit of wind. Can you imagine being in like one of hundred of a hundred or more people rowing yeah. a boat while there's a battle going on above yeah. your head that you can't see? The Vikings and you have are, no idea if the you're Vikings about on the to river die. are probably like, I think we're in the wrong place, Ragnar. Yeah, <laughs> let's row the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. These guys have some huge drapes on their ships, whatever those are. Whatever they I don't are. know. But I can't imagine like being stuck below deck rowing, not knowing what's happening above me. Knowing that at any minute, like we, the boat could get, the, I mean, a ball, a cannonball could come right. To, well, you would know which, you would know which, which, which oar I was on. It would be the only one that's moving fast as fuck. Everyone's like, let's, let's left, move at one, left, let's move at left. one speed. I'd be, I'd be going in circles. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, war was not quite as easy back then. Yeah, well, it's not easy now, but it's, it was. It's easier. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, less I, casualties. Yeah, let's yeah, put it that way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You could just kill way more people now than you could back then in one shot. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. In one in one shot, yeah. Yeah, one shot. Yeah. But then you had to, but there was no news back then. There was. It just <laughs> there uh, was. it didn't travel as quickly. You know, f- 500 and there were no I rule, mean, the and war, there were no rules back then. The war on you the just Great killed Lakes. Everybody. The war on the Great Lakes, I think that was uh, 1746, if I'm not mistaken, and they didn't <laughs> hear about it. They didn't hear about it in New York until about you know 1750. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, news didn't travel quite as fast, but it traveled. Yeah, that's true. Well, I yeah. mean, you weren't you. I mean, you were. Uh, didn't have CNN. They had a SNN before I sent someone with say slow about news network. It's a slow news network. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah. You 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 weren't part of the letter writing generation. I, 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 uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> like where you would write like a letter to your girlfriend, like three, four, five, six pages long. I don't think you did either. I did. I did. I did. Leave you're, it, well, you're leave it on her, leave it on her windshield, on her windshield wiper when she come out to work. No, that's just creepy. <laughs> you're just being creepy at <laughs> no, that point. No, it's your girlfriend. It's not like some random. No, you, she was a random woman. <laughs> like I just saw you at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I thought you were sexy bagging my groceries. How would you like to hang out tonight? At the Taconic Brute Distillery. <laughs> no, they would hit on me at the grocery store. Then I have to write. Then I would have to write a letter to my girlfriend saying, "You know, I got hit on again." <laughs> Sorry, I apologize, Sorry, babe. I apologize I'm a, I'm a, my, I'm a for... chick magnet. <laughs> I do apologize at how sexy I am. But yeah, I still have Could all. Please... I still have all those letters. Could well, please... all the ones that were written to me. Could you please forgive me? I think my mother's got for them. being so sexy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't actually. I was like, "Please stay with me." I don't know how I ever how you decided I to date me in the first place. That's sort of. I mean, I I, I have that. I, I I think I'm just as cocky as you are. I think we're overly cocky with oh, our for sure with our looks. Yeah, but you for know, sure, fuck it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nope. Chicks love confidence. Chicks love the long ball. <laughs> confidence, but not overly cockiness either. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you, you gotta somewhere, you gotta be between somewhere between like, you gotta be somewhere between Sam Darnold and Aaron Rodgers. Like, find that sweet spot in the in the middle there somewhere, between them not knowing that you even exist to like, <laughs> I hate that guy no, no. so much. Everybody wants to be Fitzgerald. <laughs> that uh, guy, yeah, that's that, confidence. Yeah, there you go. That's right confidence. There. That's confidence right there. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is cockiness. Actually, you're right. Fitzpatrick yeah. is Fitzpatrick, not Fitzgerald. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, that is confidence. That's confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's like the correct. Like grow the beard. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I'm sexy as fuck. Yeah, you don't want to be like Doug Flutie. Nobody remembers you, or you know Frank Rag. They're like, did he did he come back in a playoff? Nah, nobody or, remembers. Or Gardner Minshew. But yeah, Gardner Minshew. But and and people will remember him more than Frank Reich probably. I don't think because so. because Minshew mania. There's no yeah. Frank Reich mania. In Buffalo, there's just that one game that he came back in a playoff yeah. game and led them to to the victory. And then he went into coaching. But Fitzpatrick, everybody's going to remember him. Yep. 
Fair enough. That's that's confidence right there. Confidence. Where'd swagger. You Where'd you write Old this? Old Spice. Uh, swagger. <laughs> that's actually the deodorant I use now. Tommy's like, I like that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so where'd you rate that, man? Where'd you rate this bohemian style Pilsner? <sighs> Not $23.99 for a three-pack of Old Spice. <laughs> Fucking inflation. Used to be like $15. Um, I would rate this... I'm going to give it a nine. I would also give it a nine, actually. It's not a ten. It's not perfect, but it is. It's not damn, us. It's not us. It's not us. That's for sure. It is It is. It is not my good looks ten. Level. No. Yeah, no. This is more like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like eight level. My, my. Seven, uh, maybe. My uh, uh, boy next door handsomeness. No, yeah. it's not like and that. And your blue eyes, which my, we always hear about. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure everybody at work hears about it. I mean, I love my blue eyes. I don't, I don't fuck. No, you yeah, don't I know. say. You don't I mean, say. I look in the mirror. I never I know, I look have in the heard mirror. that you have blue eyes. This is all news to me. <laughs> I look in the mirror. And you're like, damn, I'm good looking. No, no, but I look at my blue eyes and I'm like, fuck, those are some nice blue fucking eyes right there. Like, I get lost in my own eyes. Like, I don't I even know. That's why you were you were writing letters to yourself. I was. That was Dear Franny, that, it, <laughs> I looked in your eyes today, and I saw my own eyes. <laughs> I thought about writing and penning a nice letter to my girlfriend, but instead I wanted to write nah, just... to you, <laughs> my true love. <laughs> hey, there's no, there's nothing wrong with loving yourself, right? No, there's nothing wrong. No. I just, I'm sorry. So love you, yourself before you love anybody I'm else. I'm sorry you missed the letter writing. That You were a yeah, little late for the letter writing generation. Yeah, you were more the, the email te- generation. Te- text messaging. Text messaging. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the early portion of text messaging where it was. We used to have to two, write like long two, letters. Two, two, two. <laughs> five, five. <laughs> yeah. You, you up? <laughs> Six, <laughs> eight, eight, eight. <laughs> you know. There was no keyboard. Yeah, I never could have written a letter. But yeah, I still have all the letters that my girlfriend, my mother's got them stored away in, wow. my, in, her, in her house. And some of those are like long letters. Yeah, it's like novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you would write out your thoughts, you know, in long form. Volume one. <laughs> volume, volume one. How I love you. <laughs> volume two. God, I hate you, but I love you. Volume three. Sorry to break up. <laughs> <laughs> volume three. Why did I find a letter from your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> I'm going to write you and tell you in this letter why I was hurt by the letter that I found while I was sniffing around in your own house that I should not have been in. <laughs> All right, Friday. Yeah. Uh, nine for both of us. So we're both at nine. Actually, that was a really nice beer. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Uh, first thing I think we've ever had from Bell's Brewery. I, th- I think we've had something else from Bell's. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I don't think we enjoyed it as much as this one. Yeah, this was a good one. And I'm, I'm this impressed. This is a memorable one. From Kalamazoo. Because other other Pilsners that we've tried, other American breweries that have tried to sort of concoct something that we, we've tried in Europe, like yeah. the, the Pilsner Urkels or even some of the other Pilsners that we've tried, none of them match it. No. But this one is actually pretty damn close. Yeah. I mean, Europe doesn't make the quite the American lager that we make over here quite as well. Uh, but they the Pilsners better. are better. <laughs> The Pilsners are better. They don't better. do it quite like we do. They do it better, actually. <laughs> Some of them are better, for sure. Uh, but we do a pretty good job at, at a sort of an American style. Well, Friday's not as big a fan of like the... No, I'd say Americans do IPAs very well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it, and I'm surprised it never really caught on over in Europe because it's... It, well, it it's, started over there. I mean, it started in, 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 in Britain. I mean, that's where it started. Wait, Britain actually made something that tasted good? Well, I mean, because when they were shipping those beers to... 
the or the orient <laughs> you know back in the day uh you know to because they didn't spoil that's why that's why the ipas were actually started because they didn't spoil like other styles oh, of beer did i did not know whereas that. the you know the brits uh they were shipping it to the west indies or wherever it was and and you know they 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 concocted that style of beer because so it kept it stayed, yeah so it stayed fresh on, on the, journey. the journey to interesting to the east very i, I i'm now i'm impressed because i have never had a beer from the united kingdom that didn't taste like ass yeah they all taste like ass <laughs> i'm sure their early ipas taste like ass also yeah but they, they yeah improve your you know improve as ted lasso would say yeah what does he say about tea tastes like dishwater tastes yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like piss or something yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not a big fan of tea now. Yeah, yeah, I like the tea, I like tea, but I don't like the, the black tea that they drink over there. That sort of hardcore, wake you up in the morning kind of tea. Yeah. I'd rather have coffee and then have a nice yeah. herbal like, tea like, in the afternoon. I like bitterness. I like a nice bit of bitterness. Yeah, for sure. All right, you're at a nine. I am at a nine. Franny, what's next up on a big board? Next up, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. Oh, the most depressing part of the show. We are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzbrow.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. You get links to the show notes and all the stories and games that we cover. You get links to all the browns, the bourbons, the cognacs, the scotches, the rice that we drink and review each week. and get links to the beers and the IPAs and the pilsners and the lagers that we review. You get links to all the podcatchers and also podcasters in the universe and download and leave us a review. Franny, how many stars on five, the review? Five stars, Ben. Just pound that five-star review, uh, especially if you use Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review so we can rise up through the trending podcast. You can email us at podcastthirstygoal at gmail.com. You can follow us on Franny's amazing Instagram account at Thursday and my mediocre no, no, Twitter account at my angry Twitter account on yeah. Sundays lately uh, because of the Pittsburgh Steelers and games not going my way at Goal Thirst. And check out all the photography that Franny takes each and every week on both Twitter and Instagram. They are truly amazing concoctions that he comes up with every week. Please give him a shout out on Twitter and on Instagram. Franny, anything else to add before we finish up the show? Nothing else, Ben, except thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. Definitely. And we'll see you next week.